Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to HOTV Confirmed. I'm not dead. You didn't kill me. You didn't get away with it. Uh, this time around, though, we're going to do things much more professionally. There won't be any swearing. So let's start by getting all the fucking HOTV.org non-sports users out of here. We want to get rid of them. Real quick, let's get them out of here, ban them all. I don't want any of them watching. Second of all, we're going to introduce everybody. We're back again. Obviously, Prof is here. Strike is here. Uh, Lucas, you're here as well. Say hello to everybody. You're not here? The whole stream's not working. You're... Your mic's not working. So we, we we took three months off from doing this to fix your mic and it didn't happen. So Lucas is here, I promise you. He's here, he's going to say bits and pieces. And of course, the special guest, JW. JW, how are you going? I'm good. I'm glad to be here with this fine gentleman. Okay, well, that was easy. So uh, Striker, what have you been doing in the downtime, mate? You've been keeping busy? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, downtime, you mean the last two months? Like how much how much time do we have here? Like how much do you want me to say? Striker like, was preparing, like the last two months he was preparing to take you down and you're stupid. Exactly. And yeah, that's exactly arguments. what I've been doing. Yeah. Stay well, tuned. I'm not anti-Krieg. I just don't like where it scales into the game right now. That's all. Cool. And Prof, how you been doing, mate? It's been a while. Amazing. Couldn't couldn't wait to get back. Okay, well, everyone very enthusiastic here this evening. It is a Sunday night, so thank you all for joining us. CIC ended today, but we do have some cool new things. Um, I, I think they're cool. So let's kick it off. We're going into, are you ready, Lucas? Drum roll, please. Recent news. Any moment now. Any, any moment now. We're back? We're back. Okay, there's a slight delay there. So you guys get that cool little wipe. We're going to have those running now between certain segments. So we're going to get stuck into different conversational topics. And we're going to keep the ball rolling a bit because we tend to all agree on a lot of things, strangely. So we'll try to uh, keep things going if it sounds like we're all just rehashing the same point. So we're going to get stuck into the juicy news straight away. For those of you who weren't uh, reading HydroTV.org or DK's reports or whatever, the first one is the ESL major in Rio, or at least the rumors of it happening. Now, we're going to keep this simple. The yay and the nay buttons, which Lucas linked us all at the start of the show, I want to hit those right now. Do you think that a major in Brazil will be good, yay or nay? Got the Oh, everyone Everyone here is uh, seeming quite happy. Okay, so we've got four. We're across the board. And, and JW, well, you're the, you're the guest. So give us your opinion on why you think uh, it, it may be a good major. I mean, it's more likely that you guys are going to be there than that I'm going to be there. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, Dropping bombs. So practice yeah. didn't go well today, JW. <laughs> yeah, it, it went perfect, actually. But, I mean, you guys are safe. I'm not. Um, but I think, like... Everyone knows that the fans over there are very, very uh, passionate about the game and about obviously their teams as well. Um, the only, the only like downside I can see would be that, let's say MIBR, Furia, they get knocked out early, right, and the the, the fans just disappear. Um, but I don't think that is going to be the case. And I think if it happens to be a major over in Brazil, I think we, oh shit, <coughs> a bubble. I think we're gonna break like records when it comes to uh, to how many fans we have on spot. So I think yeah. it's gonna be yeah. Sick. I I agree with that. I mean, I put the up just because you know the Brazilian fans. If I put the like the nay, wouldn't be wouldn't be nice for me. I feel like so I had to go with a safe safe option. Maybe I'm there. I don't want to get like into any like negative relationships with the Brazilian <laughs> fans. So. Uh, great, great country. I was there for Sao Paulo for Blast. I was able to walk around and I didn't die. So some rumors about the unsafeness of Brazil have maybe been like exaggerated a bit. But honestly, like I think it could, it could be like a massive, massive arena. Just 
judging by the blast event by the esl pro league and stuff that we had there it was it was pretty packed and then yeah uh, i i don't know for a major it could be pretty insane i think uh, one thing one thing that we could um, be a little bit i don't know skeptical about could be the the infrastructure behind it um and it's all obviously dependent a lot on on like what kind of venue is, is chosen and stuff like that uh, but what I'm basing this on is is the pro league in, that was in Sao Paulo, which was I think was season five, in in 2016 at the end of 2016, if I'm not mistaken, and that was real riddled with a lot of issues that came from like the venue being not not particularly sufficient or modern and stuff like that. So I'm tiny bit worried about that part of it, but I'm sure like the actual show of it and the fans are are just going to be insane. I'm also going to say I'm I'm a bit worried after after knifing fur in that final round in Turkey. <laughs> I got a lot of death threats of that one, so I'm a bit afraid. Yeah, I, I think obviously people from like face value on the internet, of course, get uh, get a pretty negative opinion of that fan base, right? And 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 that's what comes with the territory. It's probably a lot of people on like hrtv.org who like fake flag and do all that kind of bullshit as well. Like, we have no idea where these humans are from, but I think um, most individuals are pretty sensible. You know, I think that that the people who are actually dickheads. It's like the same people who, you know, send me horrible things and, and, and all that kind of shit that that guy that messaged Anders just the other day telling him he hopes his family gets fucking AIDS or whatever they wrote. That kind of stuff. That doesn't actually make it to events because the people who have the audacity to write that shit are just in life generally pussies. So I assume that uh, we're going to have, you know, a fantastic event if it does end up there because these are only rumors, right? We, we don't actually know where the majors for next year are going to be. They haven't been confirmed yet by TOs or Valve or anybody. Um, the main point, I think, is the fan base and what JW is saying about breaking records. You could, I think, go there and probably get like a 20,000 arena, right? But like a cedar. And if you had the Brazilian teams in attendance at all, you could pack that thing out. So the positives there in terms of the fan base and having a really good live event uh, are there. It's just we have to get over the, a few hurdles. Now, uh, we've got the timer going. That's good. We're underway. So for those of you who just noted, there's a little timer here. We're going to try and keep everything quite succinct. Uh, we have an overtime button that we can use. We have all these other features we bring in if we want to spend a bit more time talking on things. But do we think we've we've covered most of the stuff with with this major rumor? There's nothing else other than a rumor of if we think it'll be good or bad. Everyone happy? I am. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the next one here uh, in my ticker, it still says God sent sign team and win. But uh, what we actually wanted to change in that one too, and I don't know, we'll we'll just click it anyway. Um, what we actually Dign want to talk Dignitas story, right? Yeah, we want to talk about what's going on going with uh, Dignitas. So I'll quickly surmise what happened with this Godsent thing. Obviously, Pronax and Co. were looking for a roster. Smash was the team with like Stiko and Makaleli, etc. Uh, they were no longer a part of Smash for whatever reason. I don't know if they wanted to leave or if they were kicked or if they were going their own ways. I mean, it was pretty. It was explained. It was pretty simple from what they said. The Smash team didn't even have a. They didn't have a salary there. Even it was like a trial thing ah. that. Like they had a three-month trial. Uh, Smash was supposed to get like some sponsors because even though they were like famous DJs, whatever, they didn't put any money in it. They just like hired a manager who you needed to run everything. So that guy was kind of in the way of signing something, I guess some sponsorship or whatever, but they didn't get anything. And in the meantime, he was also trying to replace like half of the roster with some other players behind the player's back. So two plus two is plus four. They went to Godsend, which is like a normal organization right yeah and that makes sense they're over there and then they just uh they just were at a tournament over the weekend and they they won it right so things are looking pretty good pretty pretty straightforward over there uh what we wanted to though is we wanted to talk more about this dignitas roster which for those of you who didn't get uh, the report on that it is basically freiburg exist hauserk 
and uh, Forest. Old Mate Forrest, who is still currently a member of NIP, apparently meaning to get signed to Dignitas. Now, uh, this one right here, I guess let's bring out the buttons again. Uh, do we think this is is good or bad? This is a no, if you're double checking, <laughs> then, then it makes the like the extra extra down. Yeah, every everyone not happy with that. Prof, you were first, so maybe you can go first on why you think this is. is I mean, is it's bad. literally like if the fifth guy has like a time machine, then this is a perfect lineup. Okay, like brings everything everyone back to 2013 and then dominates. But without that, like these are like three old players. Okay, Forrest can still play. From time to time, like you know, on a great level, like a top level, really. But other than this, is like, what is this lineup? Like Halzark is a kind of a talent guy. Maybe we didn't see him at any like big event yet, but he has some good stats, stuff like that. How can this lineup work with like Exist Freiburg Forest? To like two years from now, a year from now, he, he's not gonna get better. He might, in the best case scenario, he will stay on the same level, which is he has like some good events, some bad events. I, I don't see how this can work. Like, but what is this lineup even? JW, for you, obviously being in the Swedish scene, you probably hear things. You probably uh, get murmurs coming across your uh, your desk every now and again. Ha have you heard anything about this that you could disclose, or is this just to you just a just a rumor? Uh, I mean, there's definitely something to it, I think. Um, but from from what I heard before i think it was a report as well but from what i heard like behind the scenes and stuff like that i think Getrite was supposed to be included in that lineup as well oh my god um i'm i'm not sure if it was a report or if i heard a, a I, I heard similar similar rumors, uh, so. yeah so he should be the fifth one i guess um to me like it's it's kind of a yay thing for maybe exist freiburg and uh, and get right in that case that they maybe try to do that one last ride together um but the biggest name for me is is obviously forest i think i think nip is actually turning turning into something interesting lately um but i also think by looking at them looking at their matches i think i think you can kind of see from the outside that forest is not really satisfied within a team i think he looks pretty i mean he he have fun outside the game with them but i think when you watch him playing the game with them he looks pretty Pretty not happy, uh, and I think maybe it comes from them having different philosophies on how to play the game. So I think it's it's interesting for sure, but I'm not entirely sold on it. And I, I don't understand where Halsirk came from into this this discussion actually. I guess they just want to keep the tradition alive of going through in a fifth opera who they can just keep kicking until they get good results or something like that. But uh I mean yeah. he, he can probably speak some Swedish like he's in a region, right? So that's they understand. Yeah, each yeah. Other but I, I mean I think also from from rumors I, I remember Golden tried to assemble a lineup in Sweden before, which I think maybe exists in Freiburg were supposed to be in, but then it was also too to younger Swedish players, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting that Halsirk came into the whole thing out from nowhere, in my opinion. It's surprising they didn't go for like Nork or one of those uh, one of those up and coming youngsters. No, I think those, those guys are kind of lock, lock, dead locked in <laughs> JW contracts. With the first first hand experience. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, rumors yeah. as well, of course. Yeah, of course. No one knows where that information came from. Certainly not firsthand. Well, to top this all off, they could just add Fifi as uh, as as their their coach or or something along those lines, right? Like that that would make this the full set. But um, 
Striker, do you have anything to say before we move on to the to the tricked point? Um, not particularly. I think everything's been said. Have the same kind of reservations. Okay, so I think this is going to be an important thing to talk about here anyway, because it's going to go across to the tricked being bought. And I, I don't actually know who bought tricked, but if I was going to hazard a guess, I would say it's probably the same newer name teams that we see getting involved uh, now anyway. So like TSM want to get back involved, obviously Dignitas in this rumor, Genji wanting to buy some teams. Now, uh, unless you're all oblivious to the fact that this North American league that's kind of been rumored to be going down had like a buy-in as part of the rumor or whatever, and all these teams that we're hearing about are all ones who like to buy into franchises anyway and have been in the past, I would say that all of these teams that are being bought are probably going to have like a proviso of where they have to go live in North America while these North American seasons are on. It's not a North American league in terms of just being North American teams, but it's from what I understand, you know, that's that's why these teams are getting involved. I think that's that's pretty obvious. So we'll click yeah. on the trick to find new home. Um, that is now, also a topic we wanted to just like move on from and go to the pro league thing. But I mean, okay. we can still hear an area, I guess, right? Yeah. We Do can... we think this is good? Did a trick, yeah. a trick good for a new home? I think uh, we're most be agreeing they work pretty hard. They've Why got not? Hunden there, you know, good for they can finally get paid uh, probably a decent salary and get some more opportunities to compete. I think more opportunities like that is good. And I think we're probably all on the same page there. Yeah, I would assume. I, I would assume Trick wasn't a mega mega organization that gave them like reasonable salaries, especially for Denmark. I, I uh, mean, standards, yeah, for you know? Denmark, if that if they paid that to like Serbian players, yeah. they'd be like top one one percent in the country. So <laughs> Croatian as well, <laughs> not 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 trying to like start a war again. So just, just like just like that. So yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I think okay. It's good. So that one there, for those who aren't aware, that hasn't been announced who they're joining, but they've been signed and it's meant to be some big deal. Um, let's move forward to these pro league groups because this one here is going to be quite oh, the wow. discussion. This one here is going to be uh, one that that we might need some time for. So uh, get get your yays, get your nays in there, get them in straight away. And I, uh, look, I don't I know. I think this is pretty. I can't imagine JW saying yay. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. either. Now, do we have the groups available, Lucas? I just linked, can... it to, linked it to Lucas so he can uh, Perfect. pull it up. Now, let's let's bring this up so we can let the viewers who are watching see what we're talking about, uh, and we can all see what the let's just say, is. Let's just say focus on focus on Group A that is that is conspicuously different from Group B. Now, I I want to before we get into the discussion too deep. I want to try and play devil's advocate off the bat. Um, because I know... I, I wonder why. <laughs> no, because because I know the way people are going to look at it and they're going to say, this was seeded really shit. And it looks like it was. And we've come up with a solution. Striker and I were both trying to come up with solutions that yeah. are better than what they've done that we'll show you guys as well. But look, you have to think about this as a regular season where what happened in the regular season matters for the finals. So... The problem we have here is North America outside of three or four teams is shit, right? They don't, we don't have to mince words. They're just not as good. But the problem is they get weighted as heavily. That's the problem we have, that they weighted like ATK's group and fucking 100 Thieves' second group phase as heavily as what they did of, say, Fnatic getting through or North getting through, uh, FaZe getting through, G2 getting through. So... Because there was only two teams that came through in the second phase for North America, they had a higher seed than Fnatic and North, which is ridiculous, right? We, we all know that that as a concept is ridiculous. But the reason they did it 
if you're standing back and you're looking looking at it from like a from from their perspective, at least I'm trying to do that. I can see why they did it because if you you're trying to pair them up right across the board, then that's where you can see their logic coming from. Now, is it shit? Yeah, it's shit. Should they have made some subtle changes so it wasn't like this? Yeah. I don't think we should be having a group where we have EG fucking Fnatic in there. Like, like, well, obviously that's going to happen. We are going to get groups of the stacks, but I think it's the more, more so that what was it that you came up with strike? You came up with some well, number about the, the teams. Well, basically like what I, what I wanted to come up with was basically place them or rank them one through 16 based on placement. So whoever ended up one through fourth in each region ended up with like a 4.5 uh, seating, basically all of them, all of the eight teams, those eight teams. That, that ended up first in their region. Uh, outside of, I mean, uh, Europe and North America, I just left the, the Asian one for the bottom two teams, basically, because it's the weakest region. I think we can all agree. So basically, Tyler and Greyhound are 15 and 16 seeds, or like 15.5 seeds on this uh, on this basis. And then Fnatic as, a, as the third place, or like fifth or sixth place, you know, went um, from like a 10.5 seeding or something as like the lowest, um, or was it seventh to eighth even? Um, but whatever, uh, you get the point. And then I had, I ranked the teams by their actual ranking as well, like one through sixteen, based on where they fall in the ranking uh, among these these sixteen teams that are that are in the pro league. And then I just simply averaged them out, rather than you know doing it by the pools like one through four and stuff like that. I just so, averaged so those you, two ranks out. You you said they should make like your idea is to combine. We need to use an overtime, by the way, because we're right. out of time. So That's are true. we going into overtime? Or? Yeah, throw we're it going in. Into this overtime. is one that we need to talk about. So throw it yeah. out, Lucas. Who is, who is to use, someone needs to use several. It. I'll use it. Use, Let's go. Use the sponges. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Well, Striker's idea is just like to use the seeding pools and then to use the rankings and like add it up, divide by two, and you get yeah. the final seeding, right? Exactly. Which think, sounds think... okay. Yeah, I think it sounds okay as well. But to me. I I think you don't even have to consider it as like a regular season. I think you can do it like to me it's all about getting to that Odense, right? Yeah. And I think when we come to Odense it's like a total different event. Um at least from from a player's perspective, I think. Um so I I, I think that you could just make sure that teams go through in a fair way like they've done with with LAN and all that but then when you actually come to the LAN you can either redo the seeding or you do it like teams that uh, I think ECS do that like teams that qualify high they pick a team in the other group and and stuff like that um yeah I think, I think there's well, many ways to to just do it a, a bit better that's the that's always the the, the criticism towards leagues right this has been the case forever that the problem is like that the regular season took part took place quite a long time ago and you know in that month quite a lot has changed and it doesn't necessarily affect especially when you look at sharks you know being basically first seed in a in a group that only features latin american teams so that's basically the problem um yeah, yeah i think like someone said in the chat like most players see, see it as a qualifier not a regular season but i also yeah. understand that esl needs to like to have the structure, you also need to kind of have it like a regular season. But yeah, uh, it's it's a hard one for me. I, I think that the the best solution for the tournament overall is to do what you're suggesting by reseeding everything, uh, and and that would be the best. However, the people need to look at this like a business, right? So if you look at it from ESL's perspective, and they want to be able to have a lot more viewers during the regular season, so that there's more weight 
uh, and certain matches and where teams qualify. It's like, oh, well, we know that there's eight slots for Europe. So it doesn't matter if we get through, you know, in first position in the first group or if we get through in the last position in the second group we play, just as long as we get through. Well, from a from a perspective of ESL, you kind of want, or any tournament organizer, you kind of want every game to matter. You want everybody to be playing at 100% to get the highest spot possible. You want them to play for seeds, right? So those little bits and pieces there are... Um, unfortunate i i made this this was prof uh, sorry striker was just explaining his method i did this which is still putting if we can bring it up luke because it's just a google document um where all i did was i just kept them in their seed pools right so teams we're going to see it in a second here all, all the teams in the beginning there so australis australis eg liquid navi mouse mibr heroic and sharks they all came through in their respective regions first in their groups right that's and then all they did was reseed the teams based off the current ESL rankings from one to eight. So Australis would be the first or the highest of that seed pool, and Sharks would be the lowest. Then you go down to the next one, which is where you know we had Fnatic come through, we had G two, we had Phase, we had Hundred Thieves, and we had ATK from North America. Well, they're through the second group phase. So once again, you just get those six teams and you seed them from you know highest to lowest in terms of their world rankings. So Fnatic, Hundred Thieves, that all makes sense, right? And then you go down and you get Greyhound and Tyloo being the two weaker teams from the weaker region. And then that's how the matches and kind of the bracket looked for me. So it feels actually like... ended up with a very similar result to me, except for Fanatic my... plays Sharks. I think JW agrees yeah. with this seeding. But yeah, so you see like this. Here, <laughs> actually, this no, was... the, these teams are hard, I think, especially for us. They, yeah, I don't like playing those. Are, kind of are, you, are you playing against them at TCS? What's the, I don't, I um, Yeah, we have them in the group, but we play MIBR first, and it's okay. Astralis, Sharks, and uh, winner MIBR Fnatic play winner in Astralis Sharks. Right. But this here was just a, just another solution that they possibly could have gone for that was, it wasn't as harsh as, as what they've clearly found ourselves with and probably would have made things a little bit more fair, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I, I don't understand why this wasn't. This is, seems like the obvious solution. This, yeah. this is what, how when I saw the groups, works. I thought like this is how they did it. But then when you go through the seeding, for, through the rankings, it's obviously not. And even I find it kind of funny that Greyhound now they kind of they managed to kind of climb some some uh, rankings. They beat like Liquid, the BTG, that uh, that was Malmo, right? And they're higher ranked than Tyloo and uh, North or someone else. They're like okay, they're moving up, and they still get Astralis, the best best seeded team. In the world first like yeah imagine coming to like international tournaments for like two years and every time your first match is against like the best team in the world yeah it sucks, punch, man. No, something about you, that right couldn't tell you how that feels going at all. home fast <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it means you get more days to practice that's all no wait back then there wasn't prac room so we couldn't even practice uh, that's right you could watch you could watch the could watch matches yeah that's back when drinking was uh was was more of yeah, a competition it, for it us became pretty good at drinking back then yeah. i think that was one of our highlights. Okay, so here's the thing. We're out of time for this first recent news section. I think what we do is we come back to what happened at CAC if we have time towards the end of the yes. show. And we'll try and smash through these other bits and pieces. So the next one we're going to go to, Lucas, I hope you're ready, is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And well, guess what? That was the intro. Uh, that someone worked really hard on that. I don't know who <laughs> did. Uh, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. I was pretty happy with how that uh, that whole intro thing kind of went on down. Um, okay, so 
What we're going to talk about now um, is the latest update. And there's lots of points to hit with the latest update. So where do we want it? Let's let's start with let's start with the agents, the new skins. All right. Let's let's okay. have a little bit of a conversation about that one off the bat. Now, have you been <laughs> playing with them on or off, JW? Um first first day I think we played with them on. Um uh, but after that everybody played with them off. Okay. So like just for your team or like everybody you practice and shit as well? Everybody we practice as well. Um it's kind of like a gentleman's agreement, I guess. People ask for it to be turned off in the beginning and nobody ever said no yet, so but I think yeah, I think the agents thing like I'm very supportive of it when it comes to the casual side. I think it's amazing for, for the game itself. I think it's going to help the game grow a lot because it's this kind of thing that people want. Uh, I mean, that's 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 the honest truth. But they it's kind of they ship something and it's it feel it doesn't feel done. It doesn't feel that they think it through 100%. They just ship it and uh, we are facing the consequences, I guess. So, so with stuff like this, we've seen, um, like, for example, where do you land on the, the flash assist situation? Do you think that's something that should only be seen to, like, go TV as well? Because I know that's another one, which is, like, a cosmetic change that's meant to show, like, casuals, hey, look, you can get a flash assist. Um, but technically, for professional play, it can actually be very detrimental in knowing how many players are holding bomb sites or things like that. Do you, do you feel the same way about that kind of a change? Um, I, I kind of like that kind of a change because to me that adds more of a elemental to the game where you can uh, where you can uh, mess with opponents. Uh, let's say overpass. You can uh, what can be a good example. Let's say you are on B lower. You flash banana and uh, someone push on on A. The B player gets a flash assist on A and maybe they think that okay the the B player is over on A. Let's go to B. Like you you can do those kind of things. Um, so it's it at least adds some value. Um, it's nothing that is like game breaking to me or even necessary, but I like that you can at least do something with it. Okay, have you actually done that? Like, have you experienced that before, where you thought, okay, this guy got a flash assist that probably shouldn't have happened? I mean, you 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 think you do, but I don't, I don't think anyone like has it actually. It. Yeah, has it actually affected? I don't, I don't think it actually have ha worked, but you like to think sometimes that they go into a stack or something like yeah, that was my sure. flash. So you're hoping well, it honestly, works, but you've never actually experienced I, that. Yeah, I, I <laughs> okay. tried to think that it works, but I'm not sure. Honestly, for me works. as a casual player, the way I use flash assists is when I die. If I'm flashed, I look at the kill feed, and if I don't see a flash assist, it means like my teammate flashed me, and I can flame <laughs> all of my teammates. So that's how I use it. I find it very, very useful. Okay, that is good as well. So that that makes sense. But on the on the topic of the the casual side of things, Prof, have you had much of an opportunity to play uh, the missions or anything along those lines? I just I just in installed the game, of course, because I rage deleted it like two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. So I installed and I I looked at it. and I'm like, this shit is pretty good. Like from a casual standpoint, the operation, everything is just like right there. You turn on the game, and obviously we saw. I think we we. We peaked above the like 2017 uh, player base, like active active users, 700,000 playing at the same time, which is great. So I think from that perspective, this is definitely the good side of the patch. For casuals, they brought in missions and stuff like that. They brought in agents, they brought in new skins. Good shit. So good stuff. Overall, good stuff. I think, obviously, the agents 
are not working in, in the like the highest level of competitive play, it, it sucks. It shouldn't be there. At the same time, I think a lot of this like moaning about CS becoming pay to win is absolute bullshit because yep. yeah, I agree getting yeah. getting one kill, which isn't even like people like let's say that overpass situation where the screenshot that like Tonhatsi put out and was from some stream. You go through monster tunnel and a guy is standing on those like on that I don't on know the what railing it's, or whatever it is yeah on the railing right. If someone's standing there, you go in through monster, you're gonna die anyway, right? You're literally gonna die. The first guy is gonna die. The second maybe trades. If he is visible or invisible, doesn't even matter because you're not looking there. So you didn't like the guy didn't even get an advantage. Of course, it's idiotic that you can't see him, but it's it's not a big of an advantage. Like getting one or two kills more per game is not pay to win. Obviously, it gives a stupid advantage that should not be there, but that can be fixed and is not like a start of this game becoming like War of Tanks. What, what is it even called? World of but, Tanks? But, but I also fuck? think that it's well, a matter so. of uh, I think it's a matter of not like being used to it as well. Um, I noticed like when I played you you see the guy, but you you are used to see another model, right? So you're you're not really reacting. So I think like you just have to play with it, and you're gonna get used to it. And because we are used to playing with the same models for so many years now, that like people whine when they release these models as well with the, that you have now before the agents. So yeah. I, I think it's all about getting used to it. It's it's a change, and overall we dislike changes, but. Yeah, the biggest biggest name for me uh, in this uh, in this patch is is the Vertigo. I think um, they just can't make up their minds about the map. It feels like and uh, like every time you put in time to the map and you learn it and you like try to get good on it, one week later they they change the whole map and and it happens all over again. Uh, that is the yeah, that is pretty dumb. Me. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's just what's making Vertigo like this. Not really a, a big pick for anybody be just because of this, um, since it's like at most you have a month to to kind of learn the, the changes of the map. I don't know, the last big update came maybe like a month ago or something. So like in that time, sure, like only a handful of teams are actually going to practice it enough to, to, to be able to pick it I, and to be confident on it. I don't, I don't it, so. understand why they did the, not the last, up, not this update, not the last update, but the one before that, like after the major, they had that. Uh, they changed kind of the spawns, and they put that that like like they changed the, the gap position, in, uh... and they put the gap in the sandbags, and that was like the that was the meta playing around that sandbag gap, right? That was kind of okay, except that gap was kind of dumb. But at the same time, Astralis figure out like a like a boost behind the fork. You could easily see the guy if he's playing there. It wasn't even like I think that version of Vertigo was pretty good, and then they for no reason changed everything about the A site. They changed mids. They just uh, removed the door. I don't like they completely changed the map for no reason, in my opinion. There was like a month maybe played on that on that version of the of the of the of the map, and now they changed it again. I didn't even see this last last version. I don't even know what they did. I know yeah. they kind of changed the like the yellow part. They kind of made it a bit easier that you don't have to jump and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like it's becoming kind of dumb for pro pro teams to even play the play the map right i think yeah. the most the the biggest change is probably around middle right like how they've had that extra little room as you go towards a and then mid you can actually play on the scaffolding in ct spawn now and like orp a line down mid but other than that the other changes are still very similar to how it was 
uh, before they did all the, the when, when they'd done all the drastic changes, right? When they'd taken away the fork and all that kind of shit from that room. Have you guys played a lot, JW? Because I know you guys don't don't have haven't played. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm probably gonna shoot myself in the foot here, but we we prepared it for for EPL. Um, uh, sadly, Crims uh, couldn't come with us, so we couldn't really pocket pick it, I guess. Um, but then we felt we felt good on it. We felt ready on it. Um, but then after EPL, they changed the map, so we have to we have to work on it, it again. So all the time we put in prior to EPL feels kind of wasted for us now, um, which is also pretty rough as a pro team because you have so small amount of time at home, and we actually take that time to focus on one map, and one event later it, they change a lot on the map. So I, I think it's just. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, stupid to even have it in a map pool if they don't feel the map is ready. I think, yeah, because that's essentially what it feels like. They don't they don't feel that the map is ready. So why do they have it in the map pool? But the problem is like they only figure out what what the problems of the map are once people play it and pe people won't play it um, if it's not in the active map pool. So that's kind of like a yeah, loop that's, that's hard to get out of. I think. Yeah, look, I think it's 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 one of these things where well, they did it with Overpass, right? They did drastic change on Overpass, but the problem then was we didn't have as many tournaments going on. There wasn't like yeah. as much Counter Strike constantly on the circuit, and and teams, you know, if they were playing these maps, they could maybe. I remember in Australia, right, when Cobble and Overpass came out, we couldn't even play them because there were so few teams to practice against to try and practice a whole new set of maps like that. Nobody wanted to do it. And now it's kind of changed in the sense of there's so many tournaments, there's no time to sit and practice those maps. So would you waste your time on something that you probably won't play because everyone else is going to kind of be perma-banning it? That's where the whole discussion about that comes in. But like I was a big fan of the version before where you could jump down through and you could do the aggressive players in a ramp. I think Australis had a really cool like set of moves they had there. They've already come, well, they had already come up with one for the other version. We saw it go down versus um, hundred thieves in, uh, in Beijing. But now that it just keeps changing, it's like, what, what is, what is the point? But speaking of good changes, maybe we could move to one where we get the opinion on, uh, that of of the SG of the Krieg. So for those of you who missed the the way that they nerfed it, and I used that a little bit lightly because they didn't change the gun in terms of any of the any of the weapon values. They just put the price back up to where it originally was. Right now, I think this is probably the right move because I th I think it should be worth more. But I think that scaling the gun into the game is more beneficial than nerfing the gun and not being used anymore, right? I think that having it so it's still as a part of the game, but it scales in, you know, we see it come in maybe rounds five or six or some shit as, as people start to get a bit more money, then we can see it have, have value in the game. Because I, I, I'm not against the idea of having more rifles. I just think something as powerful as that Krieg uh, could, could come in later. And I'm going to get Striker right now, I'm sure, telling me all these stats. Look, it's uh, mostly about one thing that I wanted to wanted to kind of counter you with, but we can get to that. I, later. I can like, I can you... chime in before he Go goes into the whole into the whole thing. Just for, for me, even though I I agree that just bumping the price is like kind of the first step. Why did they wait so long? Only bump the price? Like they could have done that Look, at they, least a month ago. They did it with the Dog the same way, exact same way. They they first bumped the price uh, back up, and then they realized that wasn't enough. And then like and two weeks it later, back. it's like ah oh, everything the same. So like they could have done that a while back to see. It was actually three months. What? It was actually three months for, for the AUG when they nerfed the price back and then nerfed at the actual gun. It was actually three months long that gap. It is. 
Okay. Well, they, it took them quite a long time before they realized it was still not enough. And that's just how Valve are, right? They, they always take the, their time with, with updates and making sure that they have enough of data on, on what's happening, right? Um, and look, I'm not here to argue that the, the Creek is not powerful. That's I think everybody can um, can attest to that. Everybody who's ever played against it or even from, from how much people prioritize it. Now, Lucas can show a graphic that I made for, for an article that's gonna come out in maybe a couple of days. I still have to write it up, but I have all my thoughts put together and stuff. But you can see like at least how, how the, the popularity of it um, uh, rose. I can give you like some some cliff notes from 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 what I was going to do, um, which was kind of about like what this nerf is going to accomplish and how um, the Khalil Galil and Famas are coming going to come into it, considering it's um, they've made they've been made a little bit cheaper. Um, what I wanted to counter um, Sponge with, I'll just start with that. Fuck it, uh, are the the second round Greek buys because that's obviously something that's been kind of I guess uh, gotten rid of because it's not it's now you have to have a kill on top of a, a bomb plant to be able to. Uh, to buy the creek second round so it's kind of making it a little bit different especially with the goal now being able to like you can literally buy five glows and armors if you want to and have some utility on top if you have some kills from the first round and put the bomb down obviously um so that's probably going to go away which is one of the points of the article and um what i wanted to get in touch um, with was actually how how much of a myth it was that the, the second round creek was that powerful or those four buys were that powerful because if you look at the actual stats People won those rounds only 41% of the time. Like when they actually force bot, like I gave myself a limit of 12,000 in, in equipment for that second round. So that it's actual force buy second round that's um, and how successful those are. It's only 41%. Only for those rounds where, where it sees force buy. Not overall. I, overall, I, it's only I don't like think that's, I don't think that's a low percentage though. That seems like, like a very is, high no, But overall, overall, it's 17%. Like overall second round, second round um, win rate. For T's who lost the pistol is 17% overall. Only those force buys that happen are have 41%. But I, win rate. I think uh, I think there's also a lot of rounds where they just drop one Krieg, for of example. Course, yeah, and that one different. Krieg does win the whole round pretty much. Uh, because that's how good honestly, it was. honestly, I can tell you from going through those numbers, I can't tell you what the actual number is for those rounds only, but the those low buys, like where they, where it's only like 6k or something, they work out very rarely. Like I can't tell you the number, like I said, that's not what I tracked in those, because it's hard to say for me, like what they actually bought in those rounds. But those rounds actually are nowhere near as, as successful as this. Those those 12k, 15k buy, buys where they, they actually have the money to buy a I mean, couple of Kriegs and buy a, a bunch of uh, weaponry alongside it. I think the, the, th the thing here is that you should not be able to on the second round of the game buy the most powerful gun in the game. That's fair enough. That's I think that enough. that like right there should be the benchmark. It's like, how the fuck did we go from a, a game where you would lose pistol and if you didn't get a plan, it was likely that you were taking two saves, right? Obviously, we had the force by meta. JW participated very lovely in that meta back in 2004-15. Um, but now, like... I, I get the whole reason that we're like moving, I, and I have no issue with people wanting to force by the second round. I remember back back in the 1.6 days, the Asian teams they would drop Galils across on second rounds and have like two rifles going into rounds like that and yeah. make them work. Like I don't have any any qualms with that. I just think that the fact that you can lose pistol and go into the second round of a game with on paper like have two maybe sometimes three Kriegs, you can have fucking like obviously we're not having everybody with armor and shit, but you can have these crazy buys and you compare it to the CT who what 
they have some MP9s. There's some some poor guy has a UMP. Maybe a guy got a couple kills, so he can buy himself a a Famus, which is now viable, but before kind of wasn't. It's like it it should it just shouldn't exist that way. And I I don't want double ecos. I don't want to see a boring game of Counter Strike where there's double ecos and there's certain rounds which are unwinnable. But I think if you win certain key rounds of the game, you deserve to like have an opportunity to have a bit of a breather or at least force them to make a difficult decision. Whereas at the moment, or at least it was, it was just buy. We buy, we buy. It's like the only time that so JW and his boys, for all of you watching out there, in case you guys don't know how to watch demos, if they don't get the plant on T side of pistol, they will take the eco. Right, that's they like that's what they that's what they do. That's their thing. If you watch their demos, that's what they do. So, but there, there's a lot of teams who will just force by regardless at the moment. They'll just fucking get it done. Look, and can I just throw out one more number regarding that? Not yeah. not specifically regarding those rounds where you actually don't get a plan, um, but just to to support what I was saying before was <laughs> the before or during the aug meta, the second round force by after T's got the plan down and lost the round it was only 41 percent of the time so like two out of five times they forced bot second round when they got the pump bomb down right now it's 77 percent in this meta right now from like cologne up to beijing where the sg started coming up in popularity so like four out of five times you get the bomb down you force by the second round it doesn't even matter what team you are you're just going to do it as long as you have the like you have a couple of kills with it probably that's that's basically what i was uh, what i was looking at and so yeah you can see how much how much has been swaying people but at the same time, like the actual second round force by win rate gone, has gone down because it's now so popular that people are prepared for it. I think that's the biggest part of it, why the win rate is not, not as high as it potentially could be with how strong those weapons are. Because when I look back through those previous two periods where it's the AUG meta and like the pre-AUG meta, it was actually a 55% chance win rate in those second rounds and then 50% for like AKM4 meta, normal meta that we were used to in 2018 basically so this so, is what i this is what i wanted to say just to address and to add on to what striker just said and some tweets i put out like a couple of weeks ago putting out some stats about the stats kind of related what striker what said like buying the krieg second round gives you like 40 percent win rate uh the the problem is not the krieg now that the krieg is more expensive probably people won't be buying the krieg but they can force buy into an ak and they can do the same shit more or less because the AK is still powerful and the T's have so much money that that money gives them the win percentage and not the Krieg. It's having weapons not needing to have full armor as the CTs need to have because the one guy with the Glock, he can kill you. So you have to go full armor on CT. You have to have death, death kits. You have to have more utility. You have to have more expensive guns. So overall, it, that part is what fucked up the second round. And that's what Shriker says. But well, Before okay. the Krieg, you could have more success. People had more success with those force buys. So, yeah, that, that is the problem. At, at the same time, that is kind of now addressed with the FAMAS and Galil. Not addressed, but it's going to be changed, right? Well, that's, that's what I was going to ask about. Like, do you think, as I said, like those force buys were nowhere near as popular as they are now? Like from 40% to almost double that um, from the AUG meta to, to the SG meta, basically. And so do you think now that people have gotten used to those second round force buys, they would actually force buy anyway, even though the Krieg isn't available? Let's say the let's like disregard the Galil change, right? We can ask JW but, yeah, exactly. He, JW, he's been practicing like... with a new update. What what yeah, do you think? What is from, happening? Yeah. From Go my experience, uh, now people uh, people don't really force up that Krieg anymore. Um and ma many of the times they actually can't do it as well. Yeah. Um uh, so I think that's the biggest thing. Um like you all pointed out. 
to me the biggest issue is even if you lose the pistol round as T and get the bomb down, you kind of have a better buy than the CTs the next round because CTs need to focus on nades because they need to block certain uh, certain spots and all that. And even if they didn't focus on the nades, they would uh, they would go for like an M4, but they couldn't get head armor. So the T's always had a better buy, and I think that that has been the the problem. Um, but from my experience so far, people sure they they try to force up, but you need to kind of have a strat in mind now. If you if you get an AK up, it's nowhere near uh, the same uh, power of the Krieg because the AK still need to search the angles in in a different way, and uh, you have more time to respond and and all that. So it looks good to me right now. Uh, do people do those five gold buys that people are kind of um, worried about now? It haven't happened to us yet. Really? Um, That's surprising. Yeah, we we. We tried it once, um, but it was the same same thing there. Uh, we did it. Sure, that round worked out, but we still uh, realized that we need to have more more of a plan because you can't buy five Galil's mm-hmm. full armor. Right. You need to have someone sacrificing for nades and, and all that. So I think that makes it a bit interesting, but I don't think it was needed to, to lower the Galil like that. Um, well, do you but, think it's actually better? Because that's kind of a subjective uh, part of the update. Because they said like the the spray patterns are a little bit easier now, or, or whatever it was exactly. So, do you feel yeah. like Famas and Gull have actually improved? Um, I think they probably have improved a little bit, but it's it's still uh, like CS players are still CS players. It's it takes time for <laughs> them take to that. it takes time for them to to even try it, and and when they realize that it is good, then they're gonna abuse it a lot. Same with the Creed, yeah. right? Um, so I think it's going to take a lot of time before people actually buy into to giving the Galil and the Famas a, a really good chance. Yeah. Um, but based on, on the few practices I've had so far, I think the meta is changing into something good now. It feels mm-hmm. like people have to think through their buys more. It's it's not really a no-brainer anymore to, to just get those Kriegs up. Uh, and if you actually do get like two Kriegs up, you lose that round, then then you need to kind of take a double eco and you're down four zero instead. So I think it's it's uh, getting pretty interesting right now, uh, and I I really like what I've seen so far. But then again, CS players are pretty good at catching up, and when they find out something is good, they're gonna abuse it. So sure. we'll see in the in the future how how things develop. Do you like the game more? Um... So this is a question, right? Like when we had all the economy changes and stuff happen, um, I I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like I was like, "What the what the fuck are they yeah, doing?" What is the what is the rant about the economy? I'm not ranting about it. I just want to. I just want to like because you you play so many matches, right, Jess? But you guys are playing you guys play so many fucking games of Counter Strike, and and we watch so many games of Counter Strike. Do you think that it is delivering a better viewing experience or do you think it's just delivering more action per round i would say it's more action per round um to me watching the games i don't feel that it's like like before you could feel that this round is actually really really important if they mess this round up somehow they can that can cost them the game i never get that feeling anymore pretty much uh, and it's also when I play, it's like we we sit there and we're like, okay, we win this round. It's a really important round for us. They're gonna have eco next. 
and we win that round and they have like two ops and three crease somehow we, we, we don't understand how because that's how the economy works like you can i still haven't learned how the economy works because i feel like you can't uh, maybe i'm just a stupid guy but it's really really hard to figure out like with all the kills and and all that how much they actually get so yeah i think it's more action per round um but i don't think that it's necessarily more interesting for the viewers at least it's not for me uh, but i might be a a loner no you can come on this show every time you want jd anytime you want to come on <laughs> just let us know i'll make space i'll kick whoever the next guest because that answer right there is exactly how i feel i think that they've taken away oh shit oh. Oh, oh, oh. It's all right, we pretend nothing happened. Um, I feel they've taken away a part of uh, of, of the game, which, you know, the, the way that it would ebb and flow and, and that, that it doesn't exist anymore. And that's a little bit unfortunate. We got some technical issues, obviously, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll, there we go, Lucas has fixed those. Um, what else from this update haven't we really touched on, guys? Obviously, we, we spoke about the, the I want missions. to just finish, finish back on the models because sure. the agents, because we didn't. I think, like, what is going to happen moving from here? Like, do you think Valve is going to address these things? Because I, I think I think there's a lot of ways how they can address this and make it better. And I think they already started with kind of equalizing the like the shadows and stuff. They brightened up some parts of like Inferno. Yeah, apartments, etc. Yeah, right. So I, I think they obviously, they don't think like this is a done deal. This is done. They don't have to do anything about it. I think they are trying to figure out a way that this can be like not competitively great game breaking but they're kind of trying to figure out and of course make it the easiest way for them because valve they're lazy at least that's that's kind of the feeling that they project around so what do you guys think is going to happen with the agents just quickly like, right fm pone made a tweet saying that he thinks it's most likely that valve are just going to try and change parts of the game right like that's he was going to try and change some visibility things on his map yeah. to make it easier so i think that unfortunately is just going to be the case and this really? is based off the tweet that i made today as well where i think that the only way that it's a go at a major when we rock into a major even if eso even if face it even if blast if all the tos come out and they say yeah we'll ban these skins you know we'll ban them you can only use the default ones per map th that's fine as soon as we roll around to a major there's no way it doesn't matter who's running the major it, it does not matter they cannot enforce that rule. Valve, if they want the, the agents to be used, will say, yeah, use the agents. And then it just comes up to the players. And if the players are the ones who, like JW said, are already having a gentleman's agreement, they have to stick that way. But it's like the gentleman's agreement we had with Big at the PGL major in 2017 not to abuse a jump bug. They still did it. Like they still, there's still a several, like very few, not they weren't doing it every round, but they still did it a couple of times. Plus, even if they jumped over a wall, who are we to like know if they were doing it to abuse the glitch or if they were literally just jumping over a wall? Yeah. I know the skins is a much different situation. You either have them on or you have them off. But there, there are cunts out there, man. There are people who do anything to win. But I think maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've heard before that if you want to be having the shot at getting a major, you need to follow the same rules as Valve. I'm not sure if that's correct or not. No, I, I don't think it is because like that was back in 2015-16 like, when all of the band players couldn't play in like ESL Pro League. Uh, maybe maybe it's like only, that. only that thing. Because I remember like for example Dreamhack, um, they haven't gotten a major in quite quite some time now, I think. And they are the only tournament having that coach communication yeah. rule. It's not because of Bad. so when you when you pitch for the major, you're obviously pitching to play under whatever their rule set is. So like if Dreamhack ran a major 
they would either have to get a special exemption from Valve that their rule's okay, or they would have to Valve would just say, no, you're not using that rule, right? Like the, the the main the main pitches that go through are probably never coming down to that like nuanced level of those little details. It's probably more about like when ESL pushed the boundaries of the format, like they did it there at Katowice, right? For example, that's something that they would have had to have had a lot of conversations with Valve with. But the way that they get Valve to be like, yeah, let's do this one is you have to sell them something. Like you need to show them, hey, we'll take it to this crazy exotic location or we're going to do this in terms of our, our coverage on broadcast. We're going to bring in all these elements um, or we're going to have a stage for every section. You want to give Valve something that they're like, wow, you know, this hasn't been done before. So that's kind of where um, most of the pitches they get their their green light from. If they can offer something new or if it's a location that Valve wants to go, I think those little rules, they're probably like the last things that they'll ever, ever talk yeah, about. Okay. If, if anything, like from what I know about the Valve guys, they're quite maybe not encouraging per se, but... Um, they're okay with with organizers trying their own things and like trying to like play with the formats and stuff like that. So I don't think that's that's an an issue with them at all. Like as long as like Chad says, when they actually do a major, they follow the rules that that Valve have come up with or that Valve feels strongly about, then it's a, then it's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think uh, any tournaments outside of the actual majors or anything are are, are really affected by this. And yeah. just the, the most common question or the most common from people in the community, and I also saw pro players saying as well, and and look, if we could just make the decision as a collective and put min models back in, that'd be great. But there's a there's an old saying my mother used to say, it's cutting off your nose to spite your face. And there's no way that Valve would ever put their profits second, right? They're not going to come in and put in min models when that would take away one of the elements of the game, which is how they can generate cash flow, right? That's, as an independent company who answers to literally nobody, Gabe is the fucking king of the mountain. There is no reason that they would come in and do that. They would just come up with ways that they can uh, that they can make the game viable with as is. And then you tie that back into what JW said. Uh, if the players, it takes a little bit of time, but they start to get used to these models and we remove any areas which are hugely exploitable, That's then the maybe thing. we find ourselves in the middle ground. I don't think you can ever like fix all of the maps to suit all of the models. No, I think it's I more think, like, like the models, yeah. Yeah, I think like one of the solutions is like why don't they have like the same model but in different kind of like color schemes right if you have like the fbi agent which is blue why don't you just have a green version of them i mean obviously like fbi agents wear blue I, who who the fuck cares like this is a video game just make them green yeah. <laughs> and that's it right so i think that's that's a thing that they can do and that would solve a lot of issues just like as like in the game like a month ago, we have different models, right? Not every guy, one guy is like darker skin, brighter skin, sunglasses, whatever. So it's kind of similar, but still they are different, but just keep the same color scheme depending on the map for all the different models. And that's it. And also make them the same fucking size and wear, make make them wear fucking helmets because that, that part with like one model is not visible because it doesn't have a helmet that is also ridiculous. So those things, needs to be sorted out and no map update can change that and so either you, you fix the models so the models change or you make something i don't know i, I read someone saying that you can have the, like the models for your teammates be like the same like the agents as they are and then just like force min models on the enemies i think that's a kind of an okay middle ground between valve and the community look especially if like if if you could make this if you could make this work without it showing up on stream, like right, you you could yeah. have this work on only TV, for, it can for be players, all the normal, right? All all the agents as the players use yeah. them, right? So, so I think that's possible also. 
So stuff Although like I don't that. think it's likely I mean, either. Uh, it did come up today. I note, I see him in chat, did spam it a couple of times that ESL and ESEA banned all of the like the agents being used in the in their like online competitions or whatever. Like ESEA, if you pug, you can't use them. So the problem is that is a very hard thing to enforce because someone can just come in, play it for a couple of rounds, and how do you report them? It's kind of a mess. And I hope that is not something you want. Like really, that is that is a big mess. So I think also like I also I also don't really want the mean models thing to, to be a thing because if I remember correct, if you have that mean models, every every guy's gonna look the same, right? Yeah. Uh, and right now you you can't choose what, what the model you're gonna get. So for example, if you play CT, there's like five different models or whatever, and, and some are gonna get some and, and others get others. Uh, and for example, when we when we play let's take Dust2 for an example. If I pick mid with AWP I see that the the guy who's holding long with that model is crossing to B, then I know that the 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 long player is over at B, right? Those kind of things is always gonna go away if if we put in the min models and uh, that also like with agent thing, something that people are gonna um, do I think is that everyone is gonna play the same model and uh, even take it further. Maybe people are not gonna use different gloves and all that because that is free information for yeah. a pro team. Um, but I think, uh, I think as I, as I said before, I really like the the agents, but yeah, it has to be like even conditions. I I don't think it's pay to win or whatever people say, but it has to be very very even everything. All right. Well, I think that's a nice way to put a bow on the end of uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We've gone over the update. We've been over the recent news. We might touch on CSC again at the end. But now we're going to move into one. And JW, this is where you're really going to come into focus. We're going to run the video, Lucas. It's quiz. Uh, it's you versus the chat, so let's rock it. All right, so are you smarter than Twitch chat? I guess we stole this one from are you smarter than a fifth grader? Uh, and like all the best work I do, I steal everything. So I've been hard at work <laughs> getting uh, getting new names for things. And, and this one right now, I'm going to give you a little bit of an explanation, ladies and gentlemen, in chat. I might have to unmute all of you ingrates of cunts so that I can actually read it. Um, we're going to ask questions and you're going to have the opportunity to vote in chat by using A, B or C. Uh, then we're going to have a little counter come up that is going to show your votes. Obviously, JW is going to answer as well. And uh, we're going to go through these questions. Now, who has the question? I just hope I didn't get anything wrong because I did it like last minute. I, I think I think they're going to be good. Okay, so so Prof, you have the questions. You're going to be in charge here of asking the questions. And oh. I'll, I guess they're going to show, right? We're going to show the questions. Okay, great. Okay, well, can we get, uh, can we get underway with, with question number one then, Lucas? Okay. So uh, this is uh, the first yes. time I'm on stream. I'm well, we can producer. hear him now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, they good. can hear me. Uh, so basically, we're going to show the questions here. And uh, the chat get tw uh, 30 seconds to answer them. The same time JW has. And then once the time is up, we just say like who picked what. And we count the scores at the end. It's that easy. Yeah. All right. Didn't sound like that. JW, close uh, the chat. Just gen gentlemen's agreement not <laughs> to not look in the chat. So, uh, 
if you guys open the link that I sent, we can uh, yeah. all get ready. Are you ready? Wait, I, what do I, I don't I have, have to do anything now, do I? This is the no. sound so I get a break? All right, great. I can just sit here. So, uh, if you're ready, let's get into the first question. Nobody's going to read it out loud, so... I don't know if anybody wants to read it out loud. I'll read it out loud. You I'll can read, read it out loud. Out loud. Right. Okay. So let's go in three, two, one. Oh, which team did Jax join G2 That's from? the wrong one. <laughs> that's that's, that's wrong the wrong. That's, yeah. Let's just uh, take the correct question. That's, <laughs> okay, uh. <laughs> Should we try that one again? We're going to try that one again. All right. There we go. In three, Live two, three. one. Okay, which event did Sponge defeat Titan at? Well, this is a fucking difficult one, boys. I don't know if you're gonna be able to get this one. That and that yeah, is me. That's, that's, that actually is me. So. Did you ever defeat Titan? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he mentions it every fucking day. Well, I, yeah, there's no point Dude, in talking does, about the time. Does JW need to press, press the answer or what? No, I think no, he no, does. No. Yeah, he just oh, has no? to say. I'm just gonna say. They just it, need okay. to say it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, there's the options. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one. Probably one of the toughest. I'm gonna go with C. You're gonna go with C. Yeah. Well, the correct answer, just double checking it, is B. It's, de it's definitely B. Yeah. We, we at the at the qualifier, Plus. at the qualifier, I think we body bagged some other teams. There was the one, but it was at the main event we played. Uh, we played TSM first on train, and this was just after we beat you guys on a map at Gfinity, actually. Um, and then we beat Titan, and then we lost to NIP on Inferno. So, uh, just to round this up, 179 people answered B. That's far, far, far. Literally far. everyone that ever watched yes. this show before knew the answer, because Sponge because talks Sponge about every, every show. Every, every if you have so few victories like I do, you got to talk about them, right? It was on Mirage, and I wrecked them. All right, loading Let's up go. question number two. Oh, not ready. And we're going to say three, two, one. Here we go. Which team did Jax join G2 from? This one is correct. It's a correct picture. I think you got to be on that one. <laughs> I actually don't think it was the middle. No. I, I, I think it's A. I'm pretty sure it's A. How long have we given chat, Jacob? Uh, we, Jacob? Lucas, how long have we given chat? So the like, chat got until the, the time oh, do runs I, down. Do I press down here? Or? No, 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 no. No, no, you should just say, and we'll wait until the end. All right. I still have Sponge on my... Well, I've definitely Jax. I don't know how to Jax over here. There's so, a shitload of votes. The correct answer is A. Yeah. CJW is right. Yes. There you go. And Twitch chat actually got... got the... They got baited by the I almost B. got a bit bamboozled there when, <laughs> when uh, the mid thing was green. So... Uh... Are we both getting points? You're both gonna get points. <laughs> it's hard to come back. Yeah, it's pretty hard to come back versus these Googlers. <laughs> so yeah, 30 uh, seconds is a lot of time. Maybe we should make it like five yeah, we might to have make to sure cut nobody Googles, their, you know? Their answer time, I mean, they, yeah. they should get less time than me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So we're All gonna right. get I'm back ready. into question number three. How many questions we got? Ten. 
Oh, Jesus. Damn, right. Holy shit. Um, this one. Oh. I think it's B. You're going to say B? It actually could be C. I, I'm going to go with B. All right. I think this is a trick question down by Prof here. Yeah, I think it's tricky because I, I remember Energy winning something in China, but I think yeah. it was an IM event. IM Shanghai over Tai Lu. Yeah, and that was... That was Beijing, wasn't it? Be? No, it was no, that was last right. year right, Shanghai, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it we was the event that awesome did not, it did not count towards the, the, the Grand Slam, I think. That's right, yeah. So it was a bit lesser, lesser teams, I guess. So with 60% of the votes, the chat also said uh, B, and uh, B is correct. Well, so it's close. Three, two. We have some more. That first one is gonna cost me fucking sponge. Sorry, man. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, question number three. If it updates, there we go. I thought you'd remember that one because you won that major and everything. You, you should remember every game. Oh, this is a tricky one. Oh, what is this one? Envy's current lineup is Fugly, Nifty, Ryan, Som, and it's it's a, I I can tell you if you want. <laughs> How it works. Uh, the Android guy used to be in complex, right? Floppy, I've never heard. So I guess it's relics. B, I guess. I'm probably gonna get, or maybe uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with B. You're saying B. Yeah, I think I fucked up here. Well, yeah, did. with you more did. than 80% uh, of the votes, the chat is going with A, and uh, oh. A is correct. Uh, of course. Android couldn't make it to their EPL match because of some there visa is... issues, and then they didn't qualify for Pro League Finals. There is absolutely no way these cheaters in chat are not Googling. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> there's yeah, no way 80% would say Android for a team like Envy. I lost no way 80% people in this chat knowing, know for sure that there was entry. Like, I had to think for a second to to, to remember it as well. Yeah, but... Ready but for the they next can question. Google, they're smarter than... Yeah. yeah. Really. Which yeah, team did Snatchy join Virtus sure. Pro from? That must be C. What did you say? Okay, lock it in. Can you just lock it in when he says? So we can just say like oh you mean click the thing, so we can cut off all of these uh, people in chat before they get to Google. <laughs> you want you want to just log it in now? You're yeah. saying yeah, what? Yeah, just lock it in now. Lock it in. See, see, see. Well, chat actually said the exact <laughs> same thing. Went. Yeah, went <laughs> and it is. I even put Mihu here to like bamboozle people. Maybe I like, think like, Mihu Kingwin, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that's work. some 3D chess right there. Ready for the next one? I'm always ready. Keep them rolling. Which of these players had the highest rating at the Star Ladder Major? Your options are Nico, Ethan, or MBK. Uh, it's probably not Nico. It's, it's probably not MBK, but I think it's going to be MBK because of that reason. <laughs> I think it's a trick one. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with C. Actually, it is a trick one. I'm gonna go with C. You're going with C. MBK, yeah. Locking in the chat, they're saying B, and I'm just gonna 
I think B is the obvious one. So that's yeah, why I'm not Ethan picking it. Ethan struggled a lot, didn't he, when Stan first joined? And that was like only the second yeah, or third tournament did, with that's Stan true. and the team. And then he's only recently been getting back to good form. So maybe you nailed it. The answer is actually A. Oh dear. Nico. <laughs> it was a trick question. It yeah, was a trick question. Everyone in chat got so, no one said so, so Nobody said A. Up, right? So yeah. you're both not getting a point. Yeah, that was your chance, man. Easy. Fuck. Nico had a 1.0 rating, which was like mega bad for his his oh, yeah. but these guys were like they, they MBK had worse. 0.86 or something. Sounds like my ratings. By the way, for people like, who didn't who don't realize how this question works, it's just the Magda 3, not that the not that Nico had the highest rating at the entire major. Just Next to explain the question ready. a little bit better. This was a harder question to Google, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Load her up. That's what they should all be like. See, see how much harder we can make it. Which player was first to join NRG? Ooh. There's Ethan Ooh. again. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's either Ethan or Breeze, but... I... I think it's... I think it's A. You think it's A? Locking in the chat questions, they're also saying A. And the correct answer is actually also A. Because oh. really... Ethan came from CLG, right? CLG fell apart in like 2019. Yep. By the way, I have a special question for Striker at the end. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I have a special <laughs> one for JW as well. Like Ooh. next to last, I think. This question is really long. I don't know how it looks on the stream, but uh, I hope it works. Uh, no, we're gonna say uh, here we go. Complete uh, the PGL minor MLG Columbus cringe gods lineup: Moken, Rezex, Rez, Draken, and whom? Uh, I'm looking at C. Pretty sure it's C. Zen, Disco, Doppelin, or Freddy B. Zen being the Finnish player. Yeah, lock it in before the chat is googling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the chat hasn't even answered yet. Yeah, they are they did now. They did now. Now we have eighty votes. Well, the chat. So if we go, in. if we lock, lock it in, in now, they said yeah, a. Yeah, they said lock it in. We locked it in. So, so I have the comeback chance, right? You say C. They say a, and the. You're actually fighting back because it is C. Nice. Now so there's only two questions left, though, right? Uh, yep. yes. Okay. Yes. So the best you could do is get on top of the mirror. Oh, I need to go 100 here. So, uh, question number nine. Let's just make sure to move that. Who did Nip beat nope. in the final nope. of DreamHack um, Bucharest 2013? That I'm is Sylvia, right? C, there. C, 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 locking C. C? Again, yeah, we've C. only had one vote in the chat. Uh, give them, give them like 50 them. votes or something uh, and then lock it in. Do you like the picture? That's a, that's a pretty good picture. Some, <laughs> some, 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 some good picture. discussions going on right there. The only person I recognize this... is Khan and Sylvia. Uh, yeah, it's Fisco. Fisco in right? the mid, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well. Well, the chat also overwhelmingly said C. 
Fuckers. How'd they know that one? I did not expect I, that. Yeah. yeah, they probably Question. just copied what Jesper said. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess it's... It six, all comes down to this. Six to seven. <laughs> it all comes down to the last question. It Wait, do of... this. Don't give your answer, Jeremy, until the time is almost over. Yeah, give it, give it like a. But like the thing is, five seconds. But then, but then they Google, right? Yeah, but then they have uh, the time to Google. So maybe, sure. I, so just, maybe just wait for like five ten seconds, so they can start answering, and then say yours. Then we can lock it in because they're yeah, delayed okay. like ten seconds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> learning yeah. as we go. Yeah, I'll try to do that. It's a work in progress. Good luck. <laughs> Who played the most majors, qualifiers slash challenger stage, not included? That A, Fox, B, Oscar, or C, Mixwell. Oh dear. That's the like special, special. Yeah. I think I know. Because we have like a Portuguese, Spanish, and Czech guy, so they always fight about like players better, right? I'm saying A. Locking it in? Well, Locking yeah. in. You were saying A, and the chat got over 80 questions now, or 80 answers, and they're saying yeah, B. The answer okay, is actually A. And JW's done it. He's yep. tied it up here at the final moments. The race has been on. I'm surprised. We're giving him the victory because he didn't use That Google. was a tricky one. That was a tricky one. Yeah. The, those questions were harder than I thought. I'm honestly, I tried surprised, to I'm honestly surprised Luis is not using this against me every time we have the argument about Fox versus Oscar. Yeah, but hold on a second. <laughs> Fox didn't have to qualify for some of them, right? Fair he enough. just got taken in with them, yeah, with yeah. the Brazilians. One so... was with the, the Brazil guys. Um, the other he was together with well, the G2, G2 guys. King, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe Oscar was a more likable teammate. He'd be invited as well. Wow. <laughs> All right. That's a bit of BM well, run I tried the quiz. I'm using the recent Twitter drama to fuel this. Ah, okay. What do we got next? We got uh, the, the big four battler ECS. Should we move? We'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving on. We're, we're going through this quite swiftly. So we, we are equally stupid, me and Twitch chat. No, you yeah, win because 70% is not too bad. Yeah, we didn't think about like tiebreakers or anything. I think you're the champion here because you did it alone and you needed oh, like how many people? A lot of people. So, w uh, which one was the special question? Was that that one? Yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. So, you had one for, for him as well, right? I mean, it was just the uh, internal memes, right? Oh, okay. oh, all right. I thought it was like crazy exciting, but we didn't, we didn't ah. quite get there. Okay. Well, we don't have a lovely wipe for this. We're just going to get into the conversation. We'll keep this moving. Uh, this is obviously ECS coming up. For those of you who aren't too awares, their regular season has come to a close. We will be doing the finals over there in Dallas. Uh, the big four names that we're focusing on here are Australis, EG, Liquid, and Fnatic. Um, where do we where do we want to start this conversation? I think EG, since I made this topic, kind of there there setting around the team kind of change with uh, all the CSGO Asia Championship results and stuff like that, right? You don't, you're not going to keep them up as part of that conversation? I mean, they are still a part of the conversation, but they're kind of falling falling down, right? Because this was not not what we expect from them. And well, that let's combined do... with Be Beijing, right? Before that. Well, let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's go, JW, as, as, other than Astralis, who's your biggest, who do you see as your biggest opponent here? And then we can start with that team. Uh, you don't have um, to say that. Um, I guess to me, to me, Liquid and EG is kind of the same right now. Um, I think both are are showing some uh, what to call it, like they ups and downs. Yeah, they have some weaknesses, right? Um, so I think both are in it to win it. Both really have to prove not only for themselves but also for for the others how strong they actually are. 
Um, but I place Liquid slightly above EG as of right now. But also EG beat us two two best of threes in Turkey. So yeah, we have to we have to watch out for that. But yeah, I think Astralis is the is the big big horse here. Can like I just can I just quickly candidate. touch back on that because I was obviously there at the event with you guys and I saw after the final that you were kind of like laughing it off and stuff like that. So I think it kind of showed how different the mentality of this team is. So can you maybe speak a little bit to that and how you took that loss in the final to them? Yeah, so I mean the biggest thing was uh, for us that whole event our CT sides were were kind of a joke. Uh, that was our biggest thing that we laughed about. Um we had some great T sides uh and we we wouldn't have won a single game I guess without those T sides. So yeah, and it was also like we felt we felt that that, that they didn't have the balls to pick Vertigo on us in in the final. Uh, we kind of laughed about that, like th this is stupid for them to to pick us uh, into Dust Two again, right? And we had that eight zero lead or something. We, yeah. we killed Stanislav when he was crossing mid like three four times in a row. <laughs> like we felt at that point, like th this is our final, boys. Uh, and then obviously our city sides was second to non-existent. Uh, so we just kind of laughed about it in the end, and uh, yeah. But it's it's something into what you're saying as well uh, when it comes to the mentality of the team. I think the biggest change in that aspect is is Flasha. He's uh, way more calm about things after losses and all that. He he's he used to be maybe the most hot-headed guy after after losses before, but now he's kind of the guy that brings out a joke or try to to get people laughing, right? So okay. I think he have changed the made the biggest change in, in the mentality of the team in that cool. aspect. Cool, cool. So obviously looking at this, you guys are in the group with Astralis and then you have Sharks and MIBR in there as well. So maybe we'll just we'll just start there. We don't I I, I don't want to offend anybody here, but I don't think we should spend too much time talking about Sharks. Um uh, they're probably just one of these teams who come in they're a little bit exciting because you haven't really heard of them before or the last time you heard of them was probably the same situation last year. I'm pretty sure they were in of last year as well, right? It's like along those lines. But um, they beat North and they were at the minor, but now they yeah. got in two new players, right? The two Argentinians, the Lucan and Mairn, and both are kind of exciting prospects, especially Mairn. So from that perspective, that's the kind of the angle I'm looking at. How can these like individual players, I mean, even like Exit, Leo Drunky, kind of, all kind of okay players. So this is their time to maybe show what they what they got. Of course, I don't think their like peak is getting out of the groups, right? I don't think anyone can expect. I don't think they expect to win this event with top four teams in the world being there. But like getting some maps and proving that they have something, like expanding what they did on what they did online, beating Cloud Nine and other teams. I think that is what what their like limit is at this event, right? Sure. Yeah, I think there's there's not as much upset potential here. If they can get a, a home, like a, a a derby victory against a lot of MIBR or something, then that'd be pretty good for them. But otherwise. We shouldn't be seeing too much there. I think we can probably put EG and Liquid in the same boat, right? So the last time we saw Liquid would have been Blast, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. They came over, they played yeah. Blast, and that was it. And obviously, there's been a lot of discussion um, about the amount of tournaments being played. EG, I think a tweet came out from I'm a Pet saying they played are going to have played 24 lands this year or some shit, which averages out at about two a month, uh, which is which is pretty fucking insane. And then that's when you odd. consider, that's that's more they, than they treated like, like two animals. years ago. <laughs> well, I think when you consider as well that um, 
the fact that some of these tournaments go longer than uh, a week, right? So the major, for example, like if you played in multiple facets of the major, you're playing for more than just a week and you're playing for, for several weeks at and a time. They did. They, they were from the beginning to the end, right? They're, they were there. From the minor, they went to the minor. First stage, second stage, playoff, they did everything, right? Yeah, so so there's a lot of events being played there. And I think that putting Liquid and EG maybe in the same... I think Liquid will come in with more stuff that people won't know because they've had more downtime. But I think both these teams, we could probably put in the same boat, at least in their approach to the game. Like very individual heavy and make... And if everybody's on point and they can synergize well and they can trade well, and then it looks really good. But the thing that I we were worried about, I know we spoke about this on the show earlier, is when Stan joined the team was sure he's going to bring more firepower but he's not going to bring any more structure and it feels like the structure that daps had is now almost completely whittled away from them it just feels that they're so super momentum based as a team that if they're going from event to event they have to be on their a game every single time and that's just almost impossible to expect when you're on the road so much right like i, I don't know how anybody can be at 100 percent when they're traveling as much as what these guys are they were just in china they went home and then they came back to china right and like, now they're going to ECS and they're going from ECS directly to, to Pro exactly. League, right? With no no downtime between the two events. That's they, worrying for sure. They, they were at the airport. Uh, they were at the. They were getting thrown on a shuttle after winning New York, going to Malmo, right? Like their 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 schedule. They banged out. Fucking ridiculous, right? Like so. This is where I get really worried for for EG in this one because Avangar and NIP are no slouches, and they haven't had anywhere near the same amount of like calendar time taken up recently is what they've had so if they're going to come in this deflated from cac i think that there's a real chance that eg go out in groups do you guys think similarly to this i, I think i think what you're saying there especially about avant-garde I, I think it was an interview with buster here from cac they said like they're also playing kind of a lot of events right now but ecs is their last event of the year and they'll be putting in everything because they know this is their last chance to do something and they're dropping in the ranks. They knew, like, this is their, like, classic Super Bowl versus just another game for for evil geniuses, right? So I think that is going to be a motivating factor for for those guys. And they are not a joke team. I mean, they're not they're not a top five team where they were ranked for, for a period of time after the major. They're not the second best team in the world, but they are still a pretty solid team. So, it's also yeah. worth mentioning that that BCS is going to be the first event without the with the new changes. So, yeah. also uh, also something to to note. I Especially mean, about Vertigo, Evil also different. We'll have zero days of practice on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's exactly my point because like all these teams outside of well, okay, Avangar, I guess not, but Liquid have had a bit more time with the update. Nip have probably have had a bit more time for the update. Same with Astralis, you know, um, probably it might be a little bit. So. Well, I also these think teams it's are, really yeah. interesting with with the NIP. Um, the the reporter out Forest is he out of 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 the yeah. team? Like they can play with no pressure. Maybe like that is going to affect them, either good or bad as well. Um, so I think that's also a very very interesting take on that group, how that is going to affect them. Uh, if it turns out to be true, uh, nobody of us know if it is, but I really think that. Even if EG was prepared, I think NIP would have been an interesting team in that group. And with with EG just coming from from this tournament, I think it makes it even more interesting. I'm just gonna throw something out there, right? I'm a little bit surprised that ECS have actually. I know that it was kind of. I'm um, imagine that it was kind of a discussion with with the the players association around when this update should be rolled out in terms of like what what events it should be at. So I'm a little bit surprised that ECS. It was as early as ECS that the uh, uh, the update is actually used. 
Anybody else feel the same way? I mean, JW probably knows about the discussions. Like, why did they put it in so early? Do you think it's like kind of surprising? Uh, as, as, as far as I know, all the teams attending ECS got to vote yes or no. Uh, and the majority voted for, for it to be played. So Okay. It could be also that just because uh, there's EPL coming up, coming up right after, so it wouldn't really make a difference if it was played now or, or at EPL. Yeah. At least but not think, for the teams that are playing good, ECS. Uh, good decision, though, to to remove the agents for now because as you said sure. most of these teams have been on the road they they, they haven't played it at all um, i think it's enough that even some of the teams that play vertigo is gonna have a new vertigo to play on um, yeah. so i yeah. think removing the the agents is is a good thing so just while we're, we're on that with uh with this with change as well the events only is it a three-day event or is it a four-day event? Four, four days, I think. It's a four-day four event, right? So there's yeah. still, people will get home, what's today? People are going to get home within the next 12, 12 to 16 hours, right? Or oh, they'll yeah. go straight to Dallas, pretty much, because I guess media day has to be on uh, media day is on Wednesday, day Wednesday yeah. right? Yeah, so there's still a couple of days turnaround where they're obviously not going to be playing a lot of Counter-Strike, but they might get to ad address a couple of these changes. I'm sure everybody was looking at it. I saw on the Instagrams, the MIBR guys were all going over that shit as well. So... They're probably going to be up to date on all the major things. It's just, I just think that like the travel that these guys are doing to still perform at a hundred percent. I know we had the whole period of time where we were critical on like Astralis taking off a lot of events. There's a difference between taking off a lot of events and there's playing 24 lands in a year. Now I made a, I made a tweet a couple of months ago and I think I was saying something about like, if you're a strategic team, like more, let's use Astralis as the example you probably need the downtime between events to go home and like retool and come up with new stuff so you're not so easy to read right but if you're like a team who's individually based and you're running on like momentum then it's probably better to attend all the events but it's not better to attend all the events if you're literally flying around the globe on a consistent basis because you're like i just did eight weeks on the road right and i don't even fucking play all i have to do is stand there and be a clown occasionally make a joke talk about counter-strike and, and and not say any bad words right that's my job that's pretty much all i do I slept for like 16 hours in the last 24 hours. Like that, that was the first time I've had an opportunity to do that. I couldn't imagine how these guys can go and do that and then have to like put out so much when they're competing and then go home and relax. Like it must feel like such a f fucking weird thing. I think it's, it's very individual as well, but at least to me, it's, it's way, way worse to get like one or two days home before going to the next tournament. To me, it's way better to go straight from a tournament to another tournament because uh, at least for me when i get home like the the body is starting to to feel uh, feel that you're home and like relaxing and decompressing right? right yeah like relaxing and you only get to do that for like one up to two days and then you're straight out on the road again while when you travel from one event to another you're always in that travel mode kind of yeah uh, but so do you I, find I think do you find yourself, you know, coming off worse after like when it's a longer time though? Like let's say you were on the road for two weeks and then came home compared to maybe three or four weeks when you're on the road. Like is it so much worse after those four weeks or is it kind of the same? We have never actually been that long for okay. on the road, but I can just take as an example, like we had the EPL group stage. We went home for 24 hours, I think, and then we went to Turkey. And that Turkey event for me, it was like the longest. It, it also was actually kind of the longest event ever, I guess. In it's like eight days, yeah. Yeah, it was so long and it's so exhausting. It was so much gameplay. Like uh, that whole event, I was kind of wrecked uh, only because I only had like 24 hours at home. 
And I think if I went straight from EPL to Turkey, that that wouldn't have affected me that much. Okay. So that's very individual. But I think these these teams they have like two days at home now, and I think that's 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 even worse. That was a that was a good question from the chat. Actually, is uh, is Krims all right? I haven't seen anything on on Twitter or anything. So, have you been able to practice with him and stuff? Yeah, he's back. Uh, we played with him ever since we got home from EPL. Now, oh, okay, he's, cool. Uh, he's. I think today was the first day he actually felt one hundred percent again. So, he's ready to rock. Cool. So let's let's do this. Let's uh, let's predict our top. Let's let's predict who we think is going to be in the final. And then we'll move on to doing the fantasy. Uh, so we've got Group A, which is Liquid, EG, uh, Avangar, and NIP. Who do we think are the top two teams going through there? We'll start down the line. We'll start with you, Prof. Uh, group A. This like I don't I don't see. This is such geniuses. a weird group. Honestly. I don't see Evil Genius is doing well after like two Chinese events where they finished fifth or sixth, and they're coming straight back to this. I just, even though that in itself is a pretty bad sign for a team of their stature, to not go out of the groups here. But I'll, I'll pick like Liquid and NIP just because of the freshness factor. NIP showed some good stuff. I think, I think those are the two teams to go through. All right, I'm going to just be like ridiculous. I don't know why. I'm just going to go with EG and Liquid just still, even though I just cited all yeah. the reasons why EG probably won't make Look, it through. Look, it's perfectly possible even if EG are not at 100%. Even though, even if they are at like 70, they could still beat Avangar and Nip. So it's like that's kind of they the, could, the yeah. thing that's that's making this group really weird. But uh, look, I'm going to say I'm going to say Liquid and Avangar actually. All right. JW? <laughs> I'm probably going to be the craziest. I'm gonna go with Avangar number one and NIP number two. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. I see. I think uh, Avangar and NIP both win their best of one games in opening. I see NIP winning the best of three, and then I think uh, I think Avangar is gonna beat Liquid in the the best of three last game. Okay, and then we'll come back down because you're obviously in this group. You think you and Astralis from Group E? <laughs> Here I think uh, Fnatic number one and Astralis second. All right. Okay. Striker. I'll I'll go with the other way. Astralis number one, Fnatic number two. I think yeah, it's going to be those. Without two the names. bias, it's just that my beer have been have not done well against you in the past couple of uh, couple of events. So I, that's how I feel. I'm obviously sharks. I don't expect to do well. Although as you say, those matchups can be you know weird. You see, but I guess I mean, you're not going to meet them if, that's if, obvious, if you. Obvious. Um, Obvious pick is Astralis and Fnatic. But yeah. about the MIBR, what do you think about Fallen going back to the op instead of KNG? I did see that. I, I, look, I think from um, a role perspective, if they want to have someone a bit more explosive to be able to like, be more versatile, it makes sense to not have KNG doing the primary T orping, right? Like, it means he can be a lot more flexible, means he can be a lot more aggressive. Because um, before, they were probably very reliant on him just finding the openings with AWP. Like, we know Fur goes aggressive, but he goes like, he goes like crazy aggressive. He doesn't go like run on in and just entry into a bomb side. So I think it's probably a good change. And then on the CT side, if they run the double op set up with Fallen and, and Kanji, that's going to be really good to watch. But I, have, I think their problem is still like their map pool. I just don't think they they have enough yet. I across. think like aside from the role thing, I also I was kind of underwhelmed overall by Kanji's opping. Like what he did before in the I INTZ, Immortals? right? Oh yeah, INTZ, Immortals of course before, but that was a long time. A long ago. time, yeah. But INTZ, he was opping all the time. He 
he was doing good good stuff. Like he took the op from Yell, so this was a kind of a similar situation where the in-game leader opper was fallen. He took the op and he was just not hitting shots. He just wasn't having a big impact. So it's not that they didn't let him to do stuff. He he was allowed to do stuff, but he just wasn't performing. I think I mean a part of it was just because he wasn't. I don't think he was allowed to do the same stuff though. As even from Probably, my talk yeah. with with Fallen at the at uh, Star Series, he was talking about how they were trying to to you know give him like some of the supportive elements that Fallen was known for. You know, and most offers do nowadays, especially yeah. if you're a little bit more passive. So I think that kind of screwed screwed him up as well. Just you know trying to adjust to that system. Where before he probably had a lot more freedom with whatever he wanted to do than in MIBR. So I think that might have been a part of it. And that's why they're coming back to Fallen, who he's just used to that role a lot more. Well, Fallen was the highest rated player for them at CAC, and Kenji was the lowest rated player for them at CAC. Yeah, right. So you're seeing like the direct impact of that. I'd have to go look at like stats before that to see where Fallen was and where KNG was. But the, to, regardless, it wasn't like they were getting a lot of victories, right? Whereas here, they managed to make it at least to, to the playoffs. So um that there's something to be said there while we're on the topic of this tournament i want to ask jw obviously you did the roster change for me and i think for a lot of people it's kind of kind of weird like if you wind back two months ago just before you just when you announced the roster change i don't think a lot of people would say okay fanatic is going to be a solid top four team in like two months time i it kind of came by surprise like are you surprised by what you managed to do in such a short period of time with with this roster yeah definitely um especially because we actually found ourselves in a situation where we we couldn't get the player or players we wanted right um so we had to go for second second choices and uh, yeah it feels like everything clicked very good instantly and i think we all felt that we develop way, way faster than, than we all thought we would have. And I think that also sparkled a light in everybody that this isn't this isn't necessarily like a second second chance lineup. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's it could be the the first choice of, of everyone, right? So yeah, I, I think I'm I'm surprised, but I when I pick the lineup as well, I, I kind of see it coming, right? Uh, I would never play in a team that that I don't expect can be battling in the top uh, as soon as possible. But I'm I'm still surprised on how how well we are going forward and actually keep improving. The thing, like from watching you guys, that's the hardest thing to comprehend and explain on an analyst desk. It's like, what well, what is good about what these guys do? You know, oh, yeah, well, this guy's good at this and they're good at this. But the, the way that you guys just stay so calm in the mid rounds, like I know you can't tell us how. But is like Flusher coming back a huge part of that, or do you think you would have had that if you had anybody as that individual? Definitely, it's it's a lot of a lot with Flusher coming back. It's like like me me Flusher and Crims, for example, have played together for so long now, and even we played with Golden at one point. We feel like when we play, we have this kind of uh, sixth sixth sense kind of like when I do something at this part of the map. I know that Flush is going to do this versus them over on B. And at the same time, I know that Crims likes to react in this way. Like, we always know how each other reacting on, on different things without communicating. So I, I think that's that's the biggest thing, that we're so good at adapting and understanding what we can do on each other's uh, place. Um, so yeah, 
Flasha has, has a huge part in that. And, and I've also said it many times before that I think he's easily the smartest player to touch the game. Uh, I still think that. So it, it helps a lot to have him in the team. I guess you feel like it's more like something special rather than, you know, being together for such a long time, you know, obviously a kind of on and off, but um, it seems like something that not every team could have just by the virtue of, you know, being together. Yeah. And I also think that we, this, uh, this uh, time we had, uh, like the breakup we had, right? I think that was a really, really good thing for both of us. Um, we both... Uh, didn't well, some really other people, you know, took some time yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's like we didn't develop that much uh, anymore because we didn't have to. We we knew what we're gonna get from each other, but being apart, we both had to improve, like social wise. We had to improve on in-game stuff and and all that. And now it's clicking really, really well within everybody in the team. So I think everything happens for a reason, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there is just one question in the chat. I think the guy's name was Kenny Sex D. Uh, <laughs> he asked, like, can you can you clarify the golden situation? Uh, I think he was referring to the things that were on Twitter uh, like a month ago or something about like you kicking him, treating him like shit, and stuff like that. So if you wanna kind of clarify what what happened there and your perspective right? or you can do what um, i do too, and it's just tyrant to fuck off so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to throw anyone under the bus or anything but let's just say that uh, so obviously things started to go pretty pretty bad uh, with the golden lineup uh, sure we, we had the, we had most of our top four finishes and all that but when when it went bad it went really really bad and we had problems within the team um when it came to to uh, in-game level uh, it was perfectly fine outside the game and we we stayed close friends even after after we left so the thing what happened was that it started to arise within the team if we should change the in-game leader um and at that point uh, i think exist became uh, became free and uh, it was like more of a topic in the air and uh, then uh, I think it was Fnatic probably approached uh, NIP to see if if there was a possibility and and all that. Obviously, it was based on the reports and uh, based on the reports, it was pretty much a done deal. However, it was more it it wasn't really a done deal within the team yet. Uh, so the news coming out was obviously a big shock for for Golden. It wasn't that big of a shock to the others of us, but. We obviously didn't expect it to come out either, uh, because it wasn't really a done deal uh, when, when it when it all went down. But we had approached Golden with everything we had in mind. Like it's not like it came came out of uh, out of nowhere that we had problems within the team. But that whole thing that came out was not any of the players' fault. Uh, maybe some miscommunication, organizational wise, or whatever. It shouldn't have come out. It shouldn't have happened the way it did. Uh, and we instantly talked to him about it, and he 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 understood us as well. But obviously, he he never wants to get kicked. Nobody wants. But I think we had a good conversation. And after that, he said like, "I don't care. We're gonna go into WESG. We're gonna do our best, and then then we talk after that." Um, and we won WESG. We talked. We said like, maybe we can we can work on our problems. Obviously, it's easier to to have that mentality after a win and and 
a few drinks in your body but yeah i think it's people saying that we treat him really really shit it's it's not true and he would never come back to us if if it was true so yeah i hope uh, people can stop saying that we treat him like shit all right well that's probably another good ending before we head into the next segment the next one we're going to do, Lucas, if you're ready, we're going to be rocking the fantasy. So uh, I just created the team, so I'll just send in a link. I hope. All right, so what we're doing is, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to be creating the fantasy team between the five of us. That's Lucas, the producer, Prof, Striker, myself, and JW. JW has never played the fantasy before, so we're going to talk him through this. Now, we've dropped the link down the bottom. If you guys want to play your own uh, fantasy, head over to hrtv.org slash fantasy, and over there you can sign up to the public leagues or you can make your own private league with your friends. If you don't have any friends, that's all right, me either. Um, that's why I have to force these guys to do a podcast with me. So make the team name whatever you want. Um and then we'll get going from there. And then once you're in JW, it's going to have like draft begins in and then the amount of time. Just hit um, open draft and then that'll bring you into a page where you'll be able to see on the right, there's like it says chat, pick order, log. Once everybody's in there right. and this draft starts thing drops down to the starting time, it'll have a pick order. Uh, and then what we're doing here, this one is going to be a, it's like a snake ladder. So if you're first, you, you get the first pick, then it just goes down. And if you're the last pick, you get two picks in a row. Then it works back up the ladder. Then first pick gets two picks in a row, and then it goes back down until everybody's picked all their players. Um, yeah, so just about the pointing system, it's just based on the rating. So if let's say someone gets a 1.20 rating in a match, he gets 20 points. If he goes like 0.8, he loses. He's like minus 20 points. Okay. So just based on the 1.0 and then who goes above. But above can, them can, you, can you pick anyone you want or is it like based on... Well, basically, as long as nobody else picked him, yes. Yeah, basically, yeah. whoever is there, available, not he like, can. Uh, you have X amount of money. No, no, no. no, 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 no. This is yeah, the, when someone this picks is just him, out of anybody. no one else can. And that All right. Is, yeah, you can. this is just the, this is the, the live one. So the thing with this is just for people playing at home as well, once you pick your players, that's... You can't change it. The things that you will be able to change are uh, the the bonuses. I forget the exact name. The roles, roles, roles and, and bonuses, bonuses. Yeah, that's the one. And you can change those uh, after every, every round, I believe it is. So you got to stay pretty active with those ones right there. Um, but yeah, so this one here isn't to do with the value of players. It's just to do with who's available. So this is why the pick order is kind of important. If like you wanted to pick, for example, simple, but there's no simple here, so we don't have to worry about that in this situation. You can also do like a little pre-draft thing. Uh, we won't be doing that at the moment. Maybe as we we venture further down the the seasons or the episodes we do, we'll try and um, have some goodies. Did to you get, get into? Did you get, get into the fantasy? By the way, I don't see you connected. You, you have, have to refresh. Uh, everyone's connected. Oh, I have everyone's to refresh. Here. Okay, yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. never mind. So we got thirty uh, seconds. We're not far off now. So yeah, and then we'll get so this one been doing good in practice <laughs> in Europe. What? I love the I love the nickname that JW chose. <laughs> <laughs> you see how do you see it? Uh, because you can yeah. do, if you go into pick order, like on the right oh, where yeah, you have the yeah, chat, yeah. you can go into pick order. I can see your new nickname. I'm not gonna look. I'm not <laughs> gonna throw it out there if you don't want to. It's a very HLTV nickname. I like it. Yeah, JW one Sponge zero. That's pretty rough. All right, who got first? Wow, Prof got first. This didn't happen in a long time. I'm last. I'm second. I think I guess it's kind of kind of obvious. Let's go for the sake. Let's yep. go for the safe picks. 
See, Lucas always gets so high up. I I swear to God, he fucking rigs it. <laughs> but I created the team this time, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So whoever's available, you can just pick him. You can pick All yourself, right. you know. <laughs> oh, and you have a time limit as well. You have forty-five seconds, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. You get the like the sound bomb sound if you if you go down. Uh, yeah. Going for a nap. I'm just picking a leash. No fucking around here, mate. What did you pick? El Ellie Giggle. I'm going oh, for the go. W. Ellie Giggle. Um, I didn't win uh, in quite some time. Honestly, my favorite I won results. the one we did at the major, and you uh, did. Who I didn't get you? I didn't You're get made... to gloat about it. Who was yeah, Justin? Was yeah, JKS. Justin fucking owned. Fuck it. You had inside information. You told me oh, I had to all pick the right. there you go. Oh yeah. You picked James? Of course. Alright, well. Because he's always striker. gonna get he's always gonna get good numbers, let me tell you that. <laughs> like this is very calculated. This is not Can you put him a survivor? Uh you can yeah. do what is that? Yeah. There's like oh, a yeah, camper yeah, yeah, or right. something. There is a camper, yeah, that's true. Then you have one, I guess. <laughs> Who you going for prof? I'm I'm a striker picking. even, fuck. Uh, okay, I guess I have to go Lucas, for, for one of... Lucas Breezy after his worst event, like, in years. Don't worry, I mean, good he'll for come us. back. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, some of the prices are kind of fucked because... Um, it's a big event pro only. I think the Pro League groups counted. And then, obviously, Sharks played the Latin America group and... I don't think they counted because that's not a big event, technically. Is it not? So where no. do they get the points? Or at least I don't think that it, that is that is uh, like a big event because it's a qualifier technically. That is true. That is true. Lucas now putting all of his eggs in one basket. Was it the big Cirque? Yes, he yeah. did. Okay. Oh, fuck. Now it's already starting to get kind of difficult. Well, Glaze today just came off the back of an MVP. That is true, but he doesn't win two MVPs back to back. So, <laughs> well, you don't until you do, you know. Or you oh. don't until you don't, I know, but... <laughs> so, JW, how's your form these days? <laughs> how's practice we'll going? We'll see, we'll see. Very I'll cryptic. Just for myself. I'll just go for the pre. How the fuck is Rez's rating? Oh, no, wait, that makes sense. He had some bad... Yeah. Is it, is it bad to be orange, or...? Orange is... Well, so gold is best, silver, and then, and then bronze, so... Oh, okay. Not, yeah, bronze, of course. Bronze is like 1.00 and below, I think. But I think, like, so Rez was saying when we did an interview with him on Pro League the other day, he was saying that um, he he swapped a lot of roles with Plopsky. Okay, that like, makes sense because they're both kind of passive like this. So I picked you. Oh, you picked me? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Snake move. Plopsky's like. Now, he, now, now he has to like throw the the games to fuck up my fantasy, which he will <laughs> lose. So. Actually, I should have picked Brolin. Yeah. Little baby Brolin. Yeah, you can have the him. baby face killer. Okay, look. I, I actually have, I have a challenge for for you HLTV guys. You okay. Should, uh, you should get a picture of him smiling. Can you do that? Of oh, Brolin? That's hard yeah. as fuck, man. It's really hard. Guy, guys, he always face. looks so, so fucking yeah, down. Yeah, he has this like, he's turning his face into a stone. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just it's like a a massive poker face all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he has this like baby face, but also like super very mad serious. Baby. Yeah, macho man in the same like very Ma- weird combination. Does he have something? Is it something up with his leg, or is that just how he walked? Because he has kind of like a limp-ish, but it's that's something I've noticed. I think it's just it's, I don't know. I just don't like to smile. Okay. Maybe we don't make him smile. That's a problem. How the fuck did I find myself in this position? Fuck. Look at him on the on the picture. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> why am I? Why is this guy in front of me taking a picture of me? Yeah. There's a couple of pretty good players still left. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I think. Like a dren. <laughs> I mean, you also, you also kind Jesus. of have to pick based on who you think is gonna like proceed, I guess. Yeah, that's a problem. Well, it was sense. actually pretty stupid by sense. me to pick Naf when I think he's gonna bomb in the groups. <laughs> yeah. I think it's All like right. when we don't think too much, then you do stupid shit like that. You pick JW. I'm gonna go with yeah, Boris. But you, you still hits. shouldn't pick, you know, like the worst players, players of a team of a team that's gonna yeah, go that's through, true. you know. Because they're always going to be like somewhere on the low end. You know, when I watch NIP play, I, I've never seen an angrier bunch of guys like across the board. They all just look frustrated while they're Who? playing. Who? NIP. None oh, okay. of them look like they're having a good time. Lycro is. I feel like Lycro is kind of like jokey. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's just because the camera on Prelly was always on twist after he missed an orb shot and he was just always so mad. <laughs> That's true. He does that. I mean, he, is, he does get nervous kind of, at least on the camera and stuff. Lucas? Oh. Well, if you want to make your team worse, yeah, there oh. you go. It's just a random pick. There you go. There you go. Oh. Perfect. There you go. I wanted to pick him, honestly. I was picking well, no, no, about he's it. He's a good like player. A, like a or like a fifth, fifth, fourth, fifth pick, but... The thing down. is, though, how much is he? He's not going to be able to pad his stats versus Stralis and Fnatic. You're not getting any fucking freebies versus those guys. Yeah, that's, that's, the issue. that's fair that's enough. Issue. So it's essentially between Buster and Kicker. Or you can get Fur. Fur's not a bad shout. That's fair enough. Um, <laughs> I was, I just I threw mean, it out there for Prof, and he didn't, he didn't catch up, catch up. With it. Oh, I have another pick. Uh, your joke was dumb. Yes. Nice. <laughs> exactly. I That's think it's exactly like it's about the delivery. You need to deliver it and be ridiculous about it. You just deliver okay. it and just like you stay silent. So that Fallen did good. Fallen was the highest rated player for MIBR at CAC. Kanji was the lowest. But yeah, I'm not touching MIBR just because they're in the in the other group, right? That's There's always a chance. There's a world that we live in. Jesus, I'm going to be left with God knows what. I hate these players. <laughs> no, no hard feelings. I don't know, but Ooh, they always do Insta-lock. so bad. Insta-lock. Insta-lock. Going for Fallen? So who's him? Who well, you got to pick Golden now, because otherwise people will think you talk shit about him if you don't pick him. So. <laughs> Everything confirmed. All That's the a bad blood. You put him in a tough spot, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised nobody picked rest though. Yeah, that's yes. I mean he's, I guess he had a hard change, time. he hasn't been looking as good. Maybe. He did have a hard time at CAC kinda. 
uh, go for kicker. Yeah, pick no Sanji. One's, no one's gonna make a big drama about you not picking Golden Award. <laughs> you want you to you keep? Oh, no, wow. you're, not, you're not getting any headlines. <laughs> I actually think I actually think Golden is very underrated, but I'm biased. He actually actually has really really good aim. Yeah, for an in-game leader, he's he's good. Yeah, I mean, like no. that that one on two full eco versus NIP on on dust two, like that headshot. Oh he yeah, that's long. true. That's pretty like, sick. Rounds like that, like I only see him win those. He wins Considering those. Considering his role, he's been playing pretty good. I did not expect that. That was one of my biggest concerns with this team. Like, who's gonna do that role? Like entry fragging, and yeah. he's doing it pretty. He's well. incredibly hardworking guy as well, though. So. Ah, oh, fuck it. Might as well go for somebody oh, from the since. Oh dear. Fuck it. All right, so then you'll see assign roles. JW, just at the top, like just above <clears> your drafted team. Hit assign roles. And then when you go here, so you've got roles and then you've got boosters. Boosters has a little new thing. The boosters, you can only use each booster once and that is for each round. And then okay. the roles. Yeah, we'd have you to can... come back, like, in the, or technically, like, you could just pre pre do it, like, for every round ahead. But it's obviously like you'd want to check out what's what's happening in the match and stuff. So, yeah. Like the boosters, they are kind of like for mid-tournament adjustments and stuff, like for for bo for bonus points. So if you have the time to go back and and just adjust some, oh, okay. But you can use only like you can use everyone just once. Can't, um, yeah, you can't be used them after you use them on somebody for like the first round or something. I hope oh, yeah, these guys off. That's my chance. This is pretty hard Ideal actually to put the to put the rolls. Yeah, I mean, it depends on, yeah, that's something that you kind of also should think about, like, when you put together a team, nobody ever does, because I just don't, you know. Yeah. You just I think mean, about I always think about, the like, the offer, because yeah, that's the offer role is pretty easy to get uh, I once to get picked points. four offers, and then it was fun. Then you put, like, one on Camper, which... I, I will put one nice. on Camper, and then one on CT side or something, and then it kind of worked out, but it wasn't great. The problem is, have the matches been announced yet, or is it just the groups? Matches is announced, yeah. So first game is Fnatic, MIBR, Astralis Sharks. And then in the other groups, it's uh, NIP versus... Was it EG? Uh, yeah, it should be. NIP, yeah, and uh, Avangar, I think. Isn't it... Wasn't Liquid a higher seed? So Liquid, Avangar? 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 I... Too sure. Uh, it is announced, at least. Okay. I mean, we have the matches up. EG, Avangar, Liquid, Nip, Astralis, Sharks, Fnatic, and MyBR. There we go. So, Sponge, are you happy about baiting uh, JW into picking Golden? <laughs> yeah. Really? That happiness one to eight, please. Uh, <laughs> bait, it's too late to commiserate. I think I'm going to put uh, Liquid is never behind, which is just ridiculous. No, wait, never mind. Let's change this. Never behind Astralis would be a good one. Yeah. You should use most of the boosters on the best of threes because it just. Works I mean, aren't they all best of threes? No, 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 they don't. The first game round is best of one. Yeah, true, 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 true. Right, I'm gonna save them then. Fuck it. I get points okay. later down the track. All right. Well, I'll, you guys fiddle I'll with that. that you guys fiddle with that. We got one topic it. left, and that's gonna be called playtime. And I don't know. Do, we do, do we have, have a wipe. We, do have, we got a wipe. Have this thing. All right. Well, fucking play the wipe.
who the fuck made these, Lucas? <laughs> Where did these come from? Like this is from the top dog, Martin. So he Martin made them, or Martin just he, went he out. He didn't make. He picked them. It was it was a a brainstorm. Let's say. Uh, okay. Well, look, we're here, and this let's one is called. Say, let's just say Martin has two little kids at home, right? So. Yeah, I respect it. He does. He does. Look, I'm I'm 30 now. Or no, I'm home alone, and I'm so lonely. So if anybody wants to have kids with me, uh. Um, look in that case in that case you can't complain about the amount of work you have we are what? muted wait we're muted these, these they great missed jokes all of it. they missed all of it all of the jokes uh, Any, i have to repeat rough. the bit about i want to have kids and if anyone has you know someone out there who wants a fertile man who makes a decent amount of money i'm ready sign me up yeah <sighs> did you check the fertility or just like fake advertising no no i i'm i, I uh, yeah I got it on good authority. Um, <laughs> you mean, okay, never mind. No, I'm not yeah. going to go there. We don't need to. No, don't I'm not going to go there. Never mind. You can use your imagination on. No, on no, no, I was. Okay. Uh, fuck. Uh, but that we got, so that apparently that's what we'll now call a sponge mode. Um, yeah. What? Well, because we got sports mode. Oh, okay. When we're all muted, it'll be sponge mode. Um, anyway, we got playtime, which is assembling the best possible team from uh, free agents that are available. Now, I have no idea um, who the free agents are at the moment. I put together, it's a, there's a, a list on TeamSpeak. Lucas can put it up on the stream so people can see it as well. All right, let's do this. And what we're gonna do with it is we'll read through all the names initially. And then what I wanna do is I wanna give, JW is the professional here. We'll give him two players to pick and the rest of us will pick one player and we'll try and form a oh, good team. Okay. Can you shit. zoom in on that for us, Lucas? Because my eyes are fucking terrible. My internet is so bad. I only see like five pixels. So you can, you can, you have it on Teamspeak. So oh, here we go. I know I open it. Up okay. Properly, so. so I'm going to read through names here, and we're going to yay or nay these names as we go to even come into the mix. Holy uh, so shit! If, yeah, there's so a lot of making a there's a lot of people, man. <laughs> no, actually, fuck that. No, we're let's just not gonna, do that. We're going to read through these names here. I'll just read through the names, and we'll say stop if we want to discuss one of the names. Freiburg, Draken. Disco Doppler. Look, I'm gonna wait. Stop at Freiburg. Might might as well fuck it because right. I think I think he was okay in, in heroic. He might not have been like the best Freiburg, but I think like mentality wise, and just um, as like kind of like an additional player, like a fifth one, I think he's a pretty decent choice for like a, a semi good team. You know? Are we operating under the fact that we're all of these people, assumably speak English? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Okay, so even though we know somebody like. I don't know. Look, there's a there's a like a good Edward. six six Swedish players, you know, but we we assume they speak English, I guess. Okay. At least for most of them. Dosia definitely doesn't. Yeah, speak Mont- Dos- Dosia doesn't. <laughs> All right, make, make, a, make a CIS team if you want. Do yeah. any names jump off the list here to anybody as a must-have? Like right look, now. <laughs> I'm gonna look biased as fuck, but I think it is Oscar. Oscar would be the one to stick out. That's the problem, because the only other name to me that stands out off the paper who I would pick without a doubt would be Wardell. Yeah, I can't same. have Oscar and Wardell. Well, to me, Oscar, Oscar actually, never liked, wanted to play the, the, the primary opera initially, so it's like... To me, actually, I would straight away go with, go with Scream. 
Um, okay. Are you I played was, with him that one Yeah, we played yeah. with him. I'm still, to this day, so surprised by how he's not in a team. Like, hands down, one of uh, the best team players I've, I've dealt with. He had no problems with communicating. He could take every position in the game. Like, he was, he, he sure, maybe he didn't do it the best. And he even said that maybe this is not my best position. But he would take it if, if that's what's for the team. Uh, and yeah, he had no issues with with grenades or anything. Like, still, I'm super, okay. super sad that he's not in a team. Actually, I'm very surprised by him as a team. I, mean, I don't, I don't mind even. I don't mind him put him in this imaginary team that we're building. I think sure. it's yeah. fine. I mean, looking at all the other things, like I think it's role, okay. More of like a role player, or like what? What are we talking here? Like, yeah, I you... think actually, I think you should put him in more like a role player and. You have a role player that can sometimes get those five one shots, right? Um, but I don't think you should put him in a star player position. So he shouldn't That's... be that like second guy in, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like maybe he have been more like a star player in most of his teams, but I don't think that necessarily is a role that fits him. Um, but I think he he was good in our t- when when we played with him. All right. So if we start with Scream now, can we make? I don't. We're not making the rules here. Well, we are making the rules. Can we make existence the coach? <laughs> can we? I mean, I, why not? Why not? Okay. We said best. We're the best best squad. It's so can, can we write them down? Who has the access to the? I can. I can. I think anybody playing. can. But whatever, team. No, uh, I can't. It's you only. Dream, and then coach. Existence. There we go. Um, if we're going for the op, I think I. I, I look it could be umpy as Oscar. well, but the problem is with the with the the talks about the vac ban, you know? So yeah, it's, for that's hard to say. Ban, but then also like he's not not really free, I guess. I mean he has oh, this, yeah, uh, he has this contract with his Finnish team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's not really free. That's what um, I said. That's what I said under it's, it's like obviously he was like part of those OG talks, so he's obviously yeah. down, but who knows how the situation I think, with the... I think he's an obvious pick, but I think we should play the game without him. Okay, or, fair enough. I'm, I'm okay with that. So I guess like Alberts, it must be like either Oscar or Wardell in that case, I think. Because who else? Yeah. Because Mertz is like Mertz has like changed like three different teams. JDM is long gone. I think like Mertz and Draken are kind of in the same boat. Oh yeah, true. I, I don't I don't think people I don't think a lot of people want to play with them. What about here's the crazy one. What about JR? Because he could in-game lead Anal. Uh, okay, English not being an issue. We're I pretending guess. they speak English. Actually, he he had pretty decent English, I would say. There From you go. Playing uh, playing games with him, yeah. Because he would do a lot, did a lot of the orping duties before, right? For Vega, we couldn't, and we couldn't yeah. find a better in-game leader in this. Well, that, that's the question. So, other in-game leader names we'd be looking at would be C's, Neo. Look, I think for this type of team, I think Exist would actually be okay. I don't know if you guys guys but agree like, with this, but they, this like kind of discarding exist and Freiburg and uh... well, because only a rumor, right? Yeah. Sure. At this point, it's just so fresh that we who knows how much truth there is to that, right? I how how, go, how like, far I, along it is. I think Oscar is like better than all of these players here by a yeah. country mile. So I think like not putting him in, even if he's gonna be an issue in the team, I think for the short term he's gonna give you the boost to get you into into the invites for like a dream hack open and stuff like that so even if you kick him after that you can get something out of it i agree all right so smiling over there. Okay. i'll just put him <laughs> did you want to add something no 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 i think uh, like i agree i've never 
never played with him, haven't really heard that much about him. But obviously, there must be something because I think he's, talks, a, he's, right? a, he's a great player. Like same there, I'm pretty surprised that he is not locked down somewhere because when he pops off a game, he, he can win the game alone. Yeah, he's one of those players. Yeah. What, a, what about HS? Like he's I, I was moments. thinking about it when I was putting this together. I was thinking about him a, a lot too. I don't so, know what the he's he's a weird him. one to me. I think it seems like it seems like he's always ending up on the short short end in all teams. Uh, I don't know why, but he seems like a decent player, but it never breaks through, kind of. Yeah, he has what been around it? for like in that level for a while now. He was in what, that Penta if... team with Sonny and. You can start getting yeah. the same players we wouldn't pick, right? So like Edward, but no one here's probably not, right? No, no probably not. Uh, Victor, just like do a strike through or something. So okay, uh, Victor, I'm, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm indifferent. Probably. It's such a it's, random element. It's, to not, me, it's, I have not, no idea. Uh, it's not a first pick to me, but I could see it in in a universe, yeah. I guess. JDM's a no. JDM's a no. Ricky's probably a no. Yeah. Six, yeah. six a no. Are we sure about Sick? I don't know about. I, like, I don't know much about him, but I don't know enough to like to pick him either. He's like one of those like edge cases for me, which is just because I don't, I just don't have enough. Like I haven't watched him enough lately that to to be able to say anything. I think Phelps is actually. Yeah, I was gonna say with Phelps without the role overlap with Fur, yeah. and maybe if he was a bit more of an alpha male, then maybe he'd fit that role oh, a little bit better. That INTZ team, he was doing pretty well. With Did we strike KG. Victor or not? What, what? Did we leave strike Victor? We might come back to him. Okay. Just leave him. I guess we're striking Ampi because we said we wouldn't just for the sake of the game. I think we could strike yeah. Neckers and Horvy as well, probably. Yeah. And Def. Oh. Yeah. Def is maybe okay for like the fifth player. But I guess we I think could. I think we're still missing like an in-game leader. better fifth player. Yeah, I okay. think. What yeah. about the in-game leader part of it, though? Um, because then now we're getting yeah, into that. No like, it's either exists or. I guess JR at this point. Well, if we put uh, out, of these, out of these, I would put Exist. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, have, I have the same. I have the same thoughts. Like, I think this team that would be kind of like semi-individualistic. You know, I think Exist would fit in that pretty well. Wait, like, at least to so start them off. You know, names here as well. Look at the names we have right now. Well, that's, that's Jesus. It's, I mean, a, that's a big part of why they're they're free as well, right? Because they they've just been around for a long time and they haven't gone anywhere in a long time as well. Someone that. I'm not sure about you guys, but someone that I'm pretty surprised with as well is Refresh. I think he did an yeah. amazing job over in Cloud9. And then for whatever okay. reason, he decided to not stay I there. He got that kicked was... from Optic, though, right? Yeah, yeah. but he got, he got an offer choice. to join Optic. That's yeah, why he didn't go. It was his own choice to, to not go to Cloud9. But I think he did amazing in Cloud9. Uh, like, that standing period, it was very, very good. He had some good clutches as well. Like, he was quite good in the, in the clutch situations, I thought. Okay. Yeah. So how do we, do we put in Refresh? I vote an A fourth one. Not Nothing an against a? the guy, but I think he is pretty, pretty overrated based on that. Like, like people, event. yeah, exactly. People and that star series before because because of that star series, he got invited when the Fraxers team fell apart. Then he got invited to stand in for Cloud Nine. I think it's pretty like after that, he didn't do much to justify a pick. Okay, this team, like, I don't know. Then that's looking at names. Well, like... let's, I'm I'm gonna keep him out and see if we can find like better options for now. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, if you want, all want to pick him, then then I'm like I'm on the fence about him, and I'm seeing like about the other names if we can find two two like better names. You know, that's what so I'm looking at. 
if we get someone who can, because right now there's no one on the team who we have to do like secondary orping, right? It's Oscar and then that's it. Right. So Oscar doesn't even have, like I was saying at the start, Oscar wouldn't even have to be playing the op. Uh, like I don't, not full I time. don't want that. Oscar, yeah. I, want <laughs> I want Oscar the ops. I don't know yeah. who, who who Oscar with the rifle, except on Nuke, which is sometimes good, sometimes not that good. Right. Like on the op, that's a fucking amazing player. I mean, Oscar on Nuke when he, before he started fucking playing the the XM all the time. <laughs> like before he was doing that, he was sick on Nuke, man. Like he was such a good player on Nuke for mouse sports when they played like a normal meta, you know, not the fucking uh, XM on upper all the time. Like before he was doing that, he was really good with the rifle, and that was the only map that he rifled on. So did that's you... that's what I was like. I was pissed about that. Who did Calyx Calyx stand in for? Uh, for uh, Windigo, right? Playing for he was playing with Windigo. Yeah. Is there he with a free agent now? Isn't he playing with Heretics? Maybe that's someone else. Heretics oh, you're thinking French, of right? Heretics are French, yeah. No, he was Calyx? playing with Windigo yeah. until he he I don't know he got out that, of there uh, maybe recently. I can see like he was playing with some mix. He was playing with that mix with uh, was it Loba? Was Loba in that team? Um, Two one one five. No, no, no. That's that was like Mertz, Mertz, Mertz HS, Bialy, Stark, Kalix. That's like a weird kind of mix that they played at uh, at some qualifier for Epicenter, I think. Yeah, Luke Mertz season five. Uh, I was still looking at that. It's the it's Mertz Stark as well, but some Misuka. Let's go. Whatever. Was it Quick Class playing for Windstrike? Yeah. Yeah. I think he hasn't had a team since. Yeah, he, he wasn't did, doing that well. His stats weren't time. very good, were they? I, I remember from that team, like the one that always excited me was Norbert. Yeah. Was it Norbert? He is yeah, yeah, for a while he was there. Though. He was benched in Windstrike, I don't know, like a month ago, maybe? Windstrike, yeah. Well, let's look at what we have filling out what roles, right? We've got existing game leading, we've got Oscar doing the orping, we've got Scream playing more of like a supportive type, you know. Put him where you need him position. But we kind of need stars now. We actually. need stars. So like Phelps would be one that I would take a risk on to be a star. And Cal what about well Calix? I think he fits into that pretty well. Yeah, I think so too. I think he was together with Santaris. I mean, honestly, like skill wise, he very, might, very good. Yeah, skill wise, he might be the best player out of what out of them all at this point. Like yeah, out of everybody else, I think he's the best skill wise. Yeah. So I, I would, I think we have to put him there. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Actually, I think. He, he, him, and Santaris was the reason that Space Soldiers was so yeah, like got those wins. Yeah, putting in Kalex. Okay, putting in Kalex. I guess we don't need like a secondary star ish something like that. Um, I mean, I kind of like, like the Phelps I idea. I, I think uh, Phelps is like aggressive player on this team. Yeah, I think it works actually. I think yeah, it's and I also think in in this kind of team he could be more demanding. I think he could. Say that he take wants certain positions, or yeah. yeah, take more space overall. I think, and I think that's something he needs as a player. Sure. Yeah, he was he, when he was that way in Immortals. He he was doing really well. Like he could come up with like different solutions to certain rounds and like play around smokes very well, very well, and things like that. When he was like in the star role, he was doing pretty well. So yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I like Phelps in there. Yeah, I'm on board. Scream, I, honestly, Oscar, this is not a bad exists, team. Calix, Phelps, and existence coaching. I don't know how I, we've done it, but we've literally just solved world peace <laughs> and cured cancer at the same time. Let me it's see, like, insane. how much exists under contract? I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Within, I, I'm just looking at how much, how much of these fanatic, players. Fanatic, yeah. Uh, so, Scream is not with Gamer Legion anymore. I'm guessing he's not even contracted. 
Shouldn't um, be though. Oscar is not. He he was saying that recently. He yeah, came out of Hellraiser like him. two months ago. And exist. Yeah, Danik, we said that. Calix is probably free. We we must must imagine, especially with Windigo, you know, breaking up as a Phelps is still contracted. Phelps is full to MIBR. MIBR, right? yeah. yeah. So not yeah. too bad, like buyout wise. Existence is free, I'm guessing. I mean, I think we can get like the HLTV guys to to do an Indiegogo or something. We <laughs> can buy <laughs> them up and own them together. Yeah, we just I mean, gotta get a few more of those GG bet ads going on. Look, right? with with the amount of orgs that are looking for teams, you know, for these leagues, how God knows, like, if we wouldn't be able to find somebody who would just like try to tie these players down. Problem is, like, making them play together, I guess, because God knows, like, how. Yeah. If I'm no GG, buy this team. Don't fucking buy Cloud Nine. Buy these guys. This yeah. is you, you get you get more value for your money out of this than you will out of that Cloud Nine team. More bang for the buck. That's, yeah. that's the that's yeah, the shit. But right Oscar there. isn't gonna move to U, the U.S. to play. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like, I know that's not gonna happen for a fact, but it doesn't have to. He could like for months at a time. I feel like you could kind of make him do that. I I think he he would be willing to budge on that in that case. Not, what, not I've got an there. idea. What if we get JWB on one board with this? What if we get one plus to sponsor this team? Oh, one plus. Okay. Why and then they plus? can play. They can play Counter Strike on their phones on the beautiful ninety hertz that are now yeah, available. Yeah, but then I think we should block Spotify for Oscar. Actually, okay, we can do. I that. heard Spotify Turn fanatic mode off. good for him. What? I, I heard what does some, that mean? Have you never heard? No, I, heard, I don't. Like during some match at the tournament, he turned on music because it was tilted or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wait, in the middle kind of, of a game. Like Oscar, yeah, honestly. because they were losing the first game. And uh, apparently, the coach said that he has turned on Spotify and listened to music for the game instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh I mean, okay. honestly, that kind of sounds like what he would do. <laughs> well, you learn something new every day. I think we've have we covered everything. The only thing we didn't cover is the mouse uh, thing. So we can do like sixty seconds uh, about talking about mouse winning the CSGO Asia Championship. So the fans, mouse fans in chat, can be happy, and then we can end the show. All right, I'm gonna give you all. A, I'm gonna give you all a point here. Um... Well, let's start with JW. JW, were you surprised to see Mouseports win? Both yes and no. I think uh, based on uh, recent performances, I think it wasn't expected. But if you if you look at the team overall, I think it's quite ex expected. And I think this is the kind of win that they need to uh, to be uh, to be a strong team. I, I really think they have the players to be a strong team, but the results have not been there. So hopefully, this is what wakes them up. Going to move this to Striker now. Striker, do you think that Mount Sports will be able to protect your thousand euros from me as we venture further <laughs> and further towards me winning? Look, Mouse just won a tournament, so. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? What does picked, that mean? You've picked the worst. You've picked the worst time to to bring this up. Like literally, a, a European team has just won a fairly big tournament. Yeah, double down. Though. So That's what I want. Double down. Yeah. Because when I'm double. right, it's going to yeah. make. No, I don't that. want to bet more. I, I, want, I, want, I, want, to, I want to come on Spidey's side. <laughs> I want to come on side just, just for the fucks. And oh, then okay. you guys need to add another thousand. I'm uh, not going to do that because 2,000 euros, look, 2,000 <laughs> euros is quite a lot of money at this point. And I'm saving up for a house, so no thank you. Okay, well, on the tournament as a whole, do you have any, any takeaways? Uh, what are you talking about now? CAC. Oh, there you go. Um, honestly, because... Because of how weird like this the whole tournament was, I felt felt like with how Mouse could have easily gone out in the in the semifinals, literally just one round goes another way, Boxing doesn't clutch one v three, and they could have gone out in semifinals and Tyler would have won gone on to win, win the event probably. 
<laughs> like that's I feel like this event has told us nothing outside of EG being you know in a weird spot at this point. I think that's uh, the only real takeaway we have from CSC. Actually, told us that Tyloo are playing some sort of a real Counter Strike thing, and they're playing more maps. I felt and like they, they kind of just... improved, and they actually play off of each other. Communication seems to be working. They're on the same team speak. Some of these things that are like pluses for Tyloo and for like Chinese CS, like we all want. Chinese CS to be a thing, not to be maybe the best thing in the world, but for them to compete and for the fan base to be involved, that's better for everyone, I think. So they're they're playing something a bit better. And just touching on Mouse Sports, like this is this was definitely needed. I think I don't know the, the, for six months. I put it out on Twitter. They're literally at the same level. They're like number eight to number twelve in the in the world. They get to a playoff and then they lose. It's been pretty rough for them. Even if you look at the the big events played for like Rops and Voxic, they're the two two players that could make the top twenty this year. They don't even make like the basic automatic filter. They just get cut off because they had like fifty two maps or something. When I don't know, EG has a hundred big event maps played, stuff like that. I think they really needed this, and maybe maybe this kind of turns the ship on on Mouse Sports. Okay, and this is the the I guess the only other real talking point here is Ents. Um, is anybody sold yet? Are you are you sold, Prof? I I don't know. I I I wasn't sold on that level of Ents that we saw at the first three events being the real Ents either. So I think this is more like what we should be seeing from from this team. All right. Well, I guess we wrapped up most of bits and pieces. Anyone got anything else they'd like to say? Not particularly. That just that. Oh, actually, never mind. Um, you good? Nothing. I'm good. All right. Strike is <laughs> good. I was like, good. I, I was just about to reply to Devilock, who told me on on um, on the Twitter that uh, the the conversation we had about the second round Krieg and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that has to be taken into consideration. And why I said it, fuck it, was because we already talked about it. Uh, he said that uh, the damage on the economy from the second round buys, even from like the 6k buys and stuff, where people only put, buy one Krieg and maybe like some little bit of, of utility around it, um, have like a pretty big impact on CT economy, which is a fair point. It's just very hard to gauge for me. Like it's incredibly hard to go into those numbers and it would require like a different research, unfortunately. Fix the economy. Yeah. What? Fix, fix the economy. Fix the economy. Oh, yeah. Please just have... like address it a bit. Please, Please are kind of we need you to have a look, Val. But this has been the return show. This is season number four. Thank you to JW for joining us. JW, you have anything you want to say to your fans? Anything you want to say for your organization or sponsor? Any of those bits and pieces? Ah, thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for all the the trolls tuning in. Yeah, I'm happy to to see so many trolls in the chat. Well, it's good news because as we move forward with season four, I'm going to be petitioning to get rid of the forums completely. Uh, it won't just be sports mode. So and I'm also going to continue to sleep on cloud nine. Uh, we'll be back with an episode, hopefully sooner rather than later. Prof will be going to ECS, but we'll see if we can fit something in uh, before Pro League, maybe. We'll see what we can do. Uh, this is Peace Out, A-Town, Westside. See you all next time on the show. Also head over to uh, anchor.fm slash HLTV for the podcast in its audio version. Um, goodbye.